Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? Conrad and I are asked many times, when are you guys going to come out and do another live show? Got great news for you. We're going to be coming to Wayne, New Jersey at Turf City Indoor Sports Center on Saturday, September 28th at 3 o'clock. And we're going to be there as part of Go Professional Wrestling's Go Big or Go Home event. That's right. We're going to start at 3 o'clock. The wrestling's going to start at 7 o'clock. Conrad and I will be there from 3 to 7. Got a meet and greet scheduled at 2 o'clock. And we hope you will join us. Wayne, New Jersey, the Turf City Indoor Sports Center, as part of Go Professional Wrestling's Go Big or Go Home event. So come on out. Enjoy some great wrestling. But before you do... Don't forget, Conrad and I will be there live with our state show. We look forward to seeing everybody. And, hey, you're probably wondering, how can we get tickets? Well, that's very simple. Go to this website, TonyAndConradLive.com. That's TonyAndConradLive.com. It's one up and win live. Saturday, September 28th at 3 p.m., the meet and greet for VIP start at 2 p.m. What happened when live on the 28th of September at the Turf City Indoor Sports Center in Wayne, New Jersey. Get your tickets now at TonyAndConradLive.com. And we look forward to seeing all of our great fans of What Happened When. Okay, Tony, before we get much further here, I need to take a time out to tell everybody about a brand new sponsor here on the show. And it's kind of fun because it's a brand new podcast that's going to take a weekly deep dive into a classic wrestling match along with a legend of the squared circle. So that's right up my alley. Uh, now this one's kind of unique because it's the only wrestling podcast to focus on one match. And then it will watch that match along with a wrestler in the match or someone else who had like a unique perspective on what took place in the ring or behind the scenes. And the debut episode of the payoff has been released. And they're going to take a look at that classic match from Eddie Guerrero and Brock Lesnar all the way back at no way out 2004. And then here's what they do. They watch the match with Vicky Guerrero, who has a fascinating take on the match and what was going on outside the ring at the time. Now, what's kind of cool about this is you get a new episode every Monday morning, and they've already got an interesting set of upcoming matches in the can. They tell me the payoff is available wherever you listen to podcasts. So give these guys a listen. We think you'll really enjoy it, especially if you enjoy the deep dives on some of my other shows or you enjoy the watch along format, this is sort of the best of both worlds. Uh, so check out the debut episode of the payoff. Again, it's available anywhere you enjoy podcasts, or you can check it out at payoffpod.com. So go check them out. Let them know you heard about them on what happened when. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Shivani and Conrad Thompson. Jim Crockett for Sir Cade. 
1605 NWA, TV title, Cajun Omni, the Bunkhouse Stampede, Flair and Horseman, Garvin, Bogey, Magnum, Dusty, Express Tag Team, Turner, Bottom, Mid-South Joy World Championship Wrestling. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA and Jim Rocket Promotions. Tony and Friends North, they win, look, Shivani's back again, World Title Split, Off Center Stage, Bischoff, Disney, Hogan, and Nitro, New World Order, and The Crow, Thunder Russo, Arquette Champ, Vinny Mac, Simulcast, Tony's back with Conrad, Not Your Classy Podcast, Watch Along, Try Not To Laugh, Lois Rules, Cat Bass, This wasn't the initial plan, Tom Ziggs a good looking man, Quondike Bill, Make a Chip, Tommy, come over here! Hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When with Tony Schiavone. Tony, what's going on, man? How are you? Conrad, what's going on with you, man? How you doing? How's the summer treating you so far? You been uh, cooking in the hot summer sun in Alabama? How did you know, man? I have grilled out like, I think nine days in a row. Right. Uh, On the weekends, I'm even grilling my lunch, but every dinner I've had for like nine days in a row, right off the big green egg. And I got to tell you, it's pretty roll tide. Yeah, it's, uh, you know what, uh, it is great. And I think we both agree to this, the, 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 and I don't want to get into any politics here, but the South has taken a bath over the years about being redneck, dumbass, racist pieces of shit. But the fact is living in the South is pretty fucking cool. It is. It's great living in the South. There's wonderful life going on here and it's not anything like the stereotype that you may see on Hollywood movies, nothing like it. It's just great living in the South. No, I totally agree. You know, it's funny because Dave Silva, as we've talked about here on the show, is probably going to be moving here to Huntsville, Alabama. And whenever he tells people in Texas that he's thinking of moving to Huntsville, they of course assume he means Huntsville, Texas. Right. And then when he says, no, Alabama, they all make a face like Alabama. And then he's like, it's not what you think because he was, he was shocked. His wife was shocked as they sort of tour the city. They're like, I didn't know all this was here. This is not what I expected. I think they thought I'd have like overalls and yeah. straw hat. Yeah. You know, and that my wife would be my sister. Right. Something right. like that. But they didn't realize oh, we're like the engineering capital of the world, baby. We got more PhDs per capita in this County than anywhere else in the world. And plus only people who move to Huntsville, Texas are the ones that are on death row anyway. Really? Right. I didn't know right. that was the case. Are they, are they frying them up over there? They're frying them up in Huntsville. Mm. Yes. Well, we're building rockets down here. Can you believe that Casio married a shoot rocket scientist? I've never met a rocket scientist who can't say worried. What does she say? Worried. Worried. Yeah. And she can't say rural. So like the opposite of suburban or urban. Yeah. Rural. She says, rural. It's like, okay, I feel bad for those astronauts. Wow. Here comes the challenger. You know what I mean? Well, you know, she just completely shit on my, uh, uh, what I thought a rocket scientist was if she married him. No, that's what I'm saying. It's poor decision-making all around. Um, and you know, speaking of poor decisions, we're going to cover one today. Bash at the beach, 1997. I don't know that this card is a bad decision, but us doing it right now probably is. Uh, but we're looking forward to it. It's going down on July 13th, 1997, uh, which is, uh, incidentally my ex-wife's 16th birthday. How about that? Uh, 
<laughs> I was that's the exact response I was hoping for right there. <laughs> okay. So uh hey, you want to hear of a good decision? I can't wait to hear of a good decision. Now I'm I have my fingers crossed about what it is. Okay. It's Blue Chew, baby. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy, man. Here's here's the deal. If you can't take a pill, fuck it. Fuck that. You don't need to. You chew this shit up. It's the first chewable to get your dick hard. What? It can work twice twice as fast as the others. It's the best. It's blue fucking chew. Help me understand that. How hard will it get my dick? It'll get as hard, so hard, a cat can't scratch it. So hard, you can open up a can of beer with it. A can of beer? Yep. Wow. Right. Pull the top with it. A little head will come right up. How about that? So listen, I'm looking forward to this. I don't need a bottle opener anymore. Apparently now I can just use my own penis. Thanks to our friends over at blue chew. And I think they've got a special offer for our listeners where they don't have to go to the doctor. They don't have to go to the pharmacy. It gets shipped to them in a discreet package. And I think it's almost like all the great drug dealers throughout history. The first hits free. Is that right? First hit is absolutely free. But you got to use our promo code, okay? You got to do it online. And of course, that's what you want to do. You want to do it online. You don't want to go into a doctor's office. You want to do it online. You go to bluechew.com, use promo code WHW, first order. Just pay the $5 shipping. The order is absolutely free. Now, here's what intrigues me about this you've told the story about following Ric Flair around in Baltimore. And right. He's got on the black scorpion robe and he's drunk. Surprise. And it's so heavy the robe that is that yep. he's about to tip over right and he he's naked underneath the robe and he opens it up and he says sting how can you compete with this and right. the baby's arm fully erect right. before blue chew you had to go to the doctor tony and and you said um as you dropped your pants what can you do with this and then if you can hear in the distance this that's the button on a fur coat noise but I have a good authority now that you walk in to Lois, you know, they didn't walk into her. You walk into her room because y'all sleep in separate bedrooms. Right. And I was told that now before Blue Chew, you had separate bedrooms because she didn't like you or you didn't like her, whatever. Y'all were having hallway sex. Explain what hallway sex is. It's where we walk by each other and say, fuck you. That's hallway sex. And now you have the opportunity to sleep in two separate bedrooms because one's for sleeping and what's the other one for one's for hammering hammering son and so now you come in and you say lois how can you contend with this that's right and you just sling that thing down and if you want to sling that thing down you just go to bluechew.com use that promo code whw and find out what happened when you said fuck it got your dick so hard even a cat couldn't scratch it chew it and do it baby that's us that's our motto bluechew.com promo code whw by the way uh if you think that's a good ad read you should hear what we can do for you uh email at or i'm sorry not at email hey hey advertising at gmail.com and our man dave green can get you hooked up and uh we can talk about your product or service here. Let's get to the show, man. Is Lois around or is she in a wheelchair after all the pipe you've been laying? She's around. She was very happy last week and she mentioned that. And, uh, so we're going to bring her back in a sweetheart. 
I'm not popping a blue chew now. Just wait. I just want to bring you in here to give a countdown. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm around. Y'all are crazy. I swear to God, you are crazy. Y'all slap dicks. You go on, do what you're going to do. In the meantime, three, two, one, play. Around the giant. Hulk Hogan. Motherfucker. Dennis Rodman. Oh, my God. We got to fuck. We just fucked up our main event. Why? Because Lex Luger's in it? Yes. Or Lex Loser, as the kids say. (laughs) (laughs) Who said Lex Loser? Fucking Dave Silva. That's some shit Dave Silva would say. Look at all the trash in the ring. No, I'm not talking about 205 Live. I'm talking about this old Nitro. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, man, look at that. Just throwing shit and uh, spray painting and fuck. You threw me off of a fucking motherfucker. <laughs> I came back. Yes. Sharks in the water. Bash at the beach. Daytona beach at the ocean center. What a great place that was for us. Did great you place. You know, uh, AEW just ran there. Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. I, I knew they just did an event. I didn't know where they did it from right there at the ocean center, baby. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they. I'm sure they jammed them in there, didn't they? Oh yeah. I mean, it was a good crowd and it was a great show. And, um, I'm looking forward to, uh, what's next. Well, of course we just had fight for the fallen. That was fun. But next is all out. Oh my gosh. Look at Man. you guys. Well, how would you describe this? Look, first of all, dusty Rhodes got laid, but that's it. Right. No fancy Hawaiian shirt for him now, but my shirt, I still have that shirt, by the way, that's not Notice something me. to brag about. You should have never had it to begin with. Notice how I'm talking. See my finger. Yeah. Right going up and down. That means I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay? You, you do that all the time when you're on stage, by the way, if your prop right in front of you had a sound effect, what would it sound like? What? Uh, oh, it would go. No, no. What would it, what it sound like? <laughs> you forgot. Come on, man. That's, a, that's what's called a callback in comedy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, look at your watch there. Is that a Mickey mouse watch? Yes, it is. I'm being serious. I think it looks like a Mickey mouse watch. It it is a Mickey mouse watch. God damn. That's so embarrassing. What's like you are a fucking watch motherfucking snob. I know, but I mean, listen, you're, you're in the wrestling business. You're not even wearing a biscuit on TV. You're wearing a legit Mickey mouse watch. Tully Blanchard called you out in 85 for that shit. And you still didn't learn your lesson. Okay. Here's, here's the deal. 97. We're doing shows at Disney. All right. We're doing shows at Disney. I'm over at Disney. I get a, a watch. I'm in the Disney world mode. The, I got the family with me during this entire weekend. So, you know, get off my ass about the biscuit. Fucking kill yourself, Tony. No, I like, I, and you know what? Do you know, I can change the face on my Apple watch and it can change it into a Mickey mouse. And if you push it, if you push your, the face of your Apple watch, where Mickey is the face, he'll go, Oh, the time is five 30. Isn't that fucking cool? No, that's fucking stupid. And I'm embarrassed to be your goddamn friend. <laughs> Don't ever tell anybody you own something that does that stupid shit. That's so far. And I, and I go to the grandkids, the, the granddaughters who are teenagers. And I, and I push it. And I say, I want, want you to look at something. They go, what? And I push it and I go, it's five 30. You know what they say? Papa Tony, you're dumb. Exactly. See? Yeah. Even the fucking, the children know here. You know what? 
my friend, you're going to be an old motherfucker one day. No, I'm and, not. Not at this weight. <laughs> you're, <laughs> and you're going to be corny like me. I'm already, okay. I'm already corny. But listen, I'm not leaving this calendar year without you getting a biscuit. You hear me? Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, I'm going to have to make a whole lot more money. We're going to have to have David Green go have to sell a whole lot more ads. Well, that's fine. Listen, you heard how hard we're slinging that blue chew, almost as hard as you're. I mean, Lois is sitting on a fucking donut right now. Damn straight she is, buddy. Damn straight. I, don't, I mean, I don't want to embarrass y'all here, but she texted me the other day. I ain't going to shit right for a week. I don't know what that means. Yep. But I know that it probably ain't good. And I know that Matt and Chris are probably embarrassed even hearing it. Yeah. The other night she said, is that horn swoggle up inside of me? <laughs> I said, no, no, baby. That's me on Bluetooth. By the way, but, I thought to him the July weekend. What a delightful humor. You got you to talk down to him though. Uh, see, that's just unnecessary. Well, that's okay. You know what he doesn't have? Uh, height, a Mickey mouse watch. Okay. Hmm. And he's the appropriate height for that shit. You know, yeah, that's right. As a matter of fact, he probably would, could have been wildcat. Willie. This is Ernest Miller before Ernest Miller was comfortable being the cat. Right. He's just right. walking to the ring. Like he's uh Bruce Lee. Look at this fucking laser show. What, a, what a waste of money. Well, this is uh, video games come alive is what this is. Yeah. In the opening match. Right. And, uh, look, man, boy, look at, uh, he's trying so hard. Yes, he is. That's the thing. Like he's a nice guy mm-hmm. and this is, um, you know, a good effort. And you see some snow falling. That's right. They're, they're dropping snow. So what, what went wrong here? All right. So mortal Kombat was a big deal at this time. No, no, let's run through that. Mortal Kombat was a big deal years before this. This is a day late and a dollar short. It would be like right now, if WWE ran a promotion for silly bands. Okay. Like that's okay. We're over it now. Like if, what if tomorrow they had a Harry Potter character? Gotcha. You missed it. It's it's over. So that's why it didn't work. Well, that, and it was fucking stupid. Well, and here's why, and here's why it was stupid. It was presented at the same time that we have a very realistic Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. They were these cartoon characters before many diesel, all that shit. And now he just comes back as Kevin Nash. That's believable. Now this guy though, he's from a fucking igloo and he knows martial arts from Antarctica. What is this? But you got to have something for everyone, bro. Yeah. Well, who was this for? I'll, I'll wait. The kids. Yeah. I, kids write us on, on Twitter at WHW Monday, show us your favorite glacier action figure, your glacier lunchbox, your glacier t-shirt. Okay. All right. Uh, the, I got it. The I'm glacier cartoon. I know I went to Burger King as a kid a lot and they had uh, a glacier toy. How about the cat makes everything look effortless. Yes. Because he is such an athlete. Great athletes always do that. You know, a lot of guys in wrestling are just muscle hits. And I'm not saying there's anybody in the ring in a muscle head right now, but the ones that are muscle heads compared to the ones that are just overall great athletes, there's no comparison. Like Lex Luger, Lex Luger, uh, was an athlete, but at the same time, he probably falls more into the bodybuilder category and less into the less shit and get right. He was an offensive lineman, wasn't he? And when he played football, 
Uh, not to say that offense linemen are not uh, athletes, but like Tully Blanchard was a quarterback. He was a great athlete, and that's why he was such a good wrestler. Uh, Arn Anderson was just a flapjack wino from uh, from Rome, Georgia, thought, but he was still was still a pretty good athlete. I thought you you were incorrect on that, but he played linebacker or defensive end. Who did uh, Luger? Yeah. Okay, so I didn't know. I was like, nah, he's way too athletic for that. But it's weird though, you know. You see, like Brian Pillman played nose guard, and that's not normally a position you would put a guy that size in. You would put. You know, a, a big Conrad Thompson size motherfucker there. Right. Well, that's kind of what they've morphed into now. The defensive line and the offensive line morphed into these big 300 plus pound guys now, uh, that are just, you know, got so, a lot of speed and they're very athletic. Tony, I legitimately referred to myself in third person there. So you would shit on me and you didn't. Okay. Next time I ever, anytime anybody refers to themselves in third person and they're not the rock, it yeah. is your legal obligation to shit upon them. Okay. Well. Uh, you and me, you and me are friends and believe you me, Tony Schiavone will never shit on you. Oh no, no. I don't mean the way all my other podcast people have. I mean, like in a funny ha ha way, you know what I mean? I, I just use not, myself third person, not in the way. Okay. No, but I'm not going to do that. Okay. Because you didn't do it to me. Whoa. Double drop, double drop kick. It's the rock and roll express. No, it's not. <laughs> How about that? Hey, you know what? This is pretty, this is a pretty fundamentally sound first match. Oh, great. Tony, tell us more. <laughs> it is. It's a fundamentally sound match. No, it's fine. I'm not, it's, I mean, I'm not trying to be inherently negative. No, you just inherently are. No, you don't have to that's, try. that's our, that's our goal here on the show is to entertain you. Mm. And I've got to be contrarian just to add another point. You see, I know that you're anything with Ernest Miller in it or Glacier in it. You're going to go waka, waka, waka. I mean, you're going to spit in your hand. Just put it over real hard. Exactly. I'm not going to do that just cause you do. Mm, okay. Hey, uh, not trying to ignore you, but, uh, did you see bill after there at ringside? No, I try to avoid bill after any chance I get. He was asking everybody questions. So they're going to get that chair and hit bill in the head. Oh no. They're going to get Glacier with it. Okay. I have no doubt. He was asking questions. Oh my God. I mean, bill after. His, his, he probably wears like one of those old school. I'm just going to move on. Okay. It's probably the nicest pain in the ass ever. He is the nicest human ever. And he probably doesn't think us talking shit about him is very funny. So maybe well, I should stop. Yeah. If he turned up his hearing aid, he probably could hear this podcast. I don't think they have this podcast where he is. Oh, okay. By the way, this show got 71% thumbs up. Oh, how about that? Yeah. Must've been the commentary. Ah, uh, probably not. Yeah. Must've been the shirts. I still got that shirt, by the way. Uh, you told us that twice already. Tell us one more time. Hey, Tony, do you still have that shirt? Yes, I do. Conrad. Well, it's in my closet. That's fucking great, man. Maybe we could run another contest Yeah, where we and, give away that shirt and a bag of dog hair. Cause that was a real contest. We had once. Yeah. And our buddy, Eric, who won the contest wore that shirt that he won. To the show in St. Louis. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Eric, Eric is uh, one of our friends, man. We got, we got a lot. Oh, by the way, if you want to be one of our friends, you can go to patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. How about that from Brian Clark, man? Ooh, by the way, he is not dead. I know he's not. Well, and we mistakenly said that he was dead. once. Brian Adams is dead. We got yeah. them mixed up. I think. We got our Brian's confused Got our Brian's. Yeah. One is still alive and one is 
either been cremated or right now is a a zombie or a skeleton. A zombie? Or Wait, is he could, on Walking Dead? It could be. Do you believe in zombies? No. You don't? No. I don't believe in The Undertaker either. Okay. Don't but, believe in his character or that he'll show up to StarCast. Either one. <laughs> Yo! How about that? One. Whoa, and a kick. He slapped his leg. Yeah, who, who, who taught Ernest Miller to slap his leg? He's supposed to be I, kicking people in the fucking head for real, not slapping his leg. Yeah, you know, and you know what? That bothers me. What leg slapping? Yes, it does. And, and I know they all do it. I know the the Bucks do it, and they're very good at it. But it still bothers me because if you really kick somebody in the face, it's not going to sound like that. How do you know? It's not. Have you, have you kicked somebody in the face? I've not kicked anybody in the face, but it's not going to sound like you slapping your leg. Let's run through this. An Irish whip wouldn't happen in real life either. You try to sling me somewhere. I don't take off running. How do you know? Because people can't sling me anywhere. Well, I just think this, but the, the, the fact that the slap on the leg is so obvious now, I just, I don't, I don't like it. I'm sorry. I don't like it. Have I told you about Fit Finley's line about that? No, uh-uh. he said this generation is going to have callous thighs. <laughs> that was so fucking great. Do you see Fit Finley's uh, picture on Twitter that nope. he tweeted recently? I don't follow Fit. I think Fit's worried he'll get in trouble if he follows me. Well, uh, he tweeted a picture of him before his very first ever wrestling match. Oh, yeah, he was a badass man. So that was a few weeks ago. <laughs> I got I to go check that out. Yeah, I no, I think it was out today or no. Hey, Tony, we're taped. This is going to air weeks from now. Okay. Jesus fucking Christ. Which one of us has been in broadcasting for 30 years and which one of us is a drunk asshole. (laughs) Oh man. How about that kick? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't slap his leg with that one. Fucker. No, he didn't spin wheel kick. He probably broke Mortis's nose there. He's (laughs) seriously. Yeah. He's, he's wiping them out, man. He's doing the, he's doing the crane too. Seriously, if somebody kicked you in the fucking face and then they started doing all that bullshit, would it not just piss you off even more? No, I'd probably stay down. No, I'm not saying I would get up and get kicked in the head again. I'm saying I'd still be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Doesn't he know we're supposed to take care of each other? By the way, this match got two and a half stars. Well, that's not much better than I thought it would get. Meltzer would say for his first major pro match, Miller looked great with some awesome looking kicks. This match was much better than would be expected. Mortis continues to show great potential. Yeah, he's right. Uh, Dave Meltzer is right on all accounts. Now they're calling spots here. Uh, what are we going to do now? We're mixed up. I have no idea what they all roll you over and I'll cover you, but you be underneath and have James Vanderbeek grab your foot. What the fuck did he just, by the way, James Vanderbeek is, uh, one of my favorite follows on Twitter. Yeah. Not Vandenberg. I know you were being funny. Right. When he called him Vanderbeek, but great follow. Really? I'm not talking about the guy. You think there is a, no, no, you're talking about the, the guy who's the actor. No, there's a super wrestling fan called Vanderbeek. Yeah. And he's a fucking tremendous follow. You would dig him. He's funny. He doesn't listen to our podcast. He's too good for us. Well, fuck him then. I'll never, I'll never follow him. Whoa, there's another kick. No, you probably have him blocked anyway. One, two, three. Yes, I would agree. A very good opening match. Much better than anticipated. 
and the cheating motherfuckers took the chain and wrapped it around the motherfucking foot and kicked him in the motherfucking chest and won the motherfucking fuck. Boy, you're 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 using a lot of foul language today. Is yeah, everything okay? I'm, I'm motherfucking everybody today, motherfucker. Well, you know, before we recorded, I told you we had specific instructions for today's episode. Do you want to tell everybody what they were? Um, I, I, it's my age, Conrad. I haven't had privilege. And what was the, what were those instructions? Well, as soon as you got on the, uh, the horn with me today, you started yelling what we were going to do today. Uh huh. Never mind. Oh, okay. Yes. <sighs> Fuck. Fuck that. No, we're going to crush. Oh, we're going to crush. I okay. give, give it up. Okay. Crush. We're going to crush today. Matt Coon, yeah. where are you at? Come okay. scrape up the remains of Tony Shavani. You can have it. Crush is crushing a Matt Coon is crushing a key lime pie right now. No. And here's a look at this cheating motherfucker. I know what he's not crushing. <laughs> Somebody's podcast. Uh, some cooter. All right. So chain in the boot by oh. Vanderbeek. Bam. But uh. he didn't actually kick him with that part of his foot, but all right. Well, can it? Jimmy Jed down for the one, two, three, and your winners are Wrath and Mortis with James Vandenberg. And there's the sharks are in the water, Conrad. Take a look, if you will, at this scene, the sea of humanity. We are here at uh, Bash of the Beach, and uh, we're going to go backstage. Who are these fuckers? That's Diamond Dallas Page. I know who that is. Who's the fucker behind him? And who's the fucker to his right? That's our, that's our account at nom win. <laughs> that, that, that is about what I imagine nom looked like. No, that's a hundred percent what nom looks like now, except with shorter hair. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. And then he keeps, never mind. Yeah. Somebody built the sand castle there, Conrad. And it's got smoke coming out of it. Yeah, somebody built the sand castle. Uh, oh, wait, well, with all that smoke, it makes me wonder is Jimmy mm. Hart under there lighting up for Hogan. What's the deal? Look oh, at there. Don't, please don't do that. Okay. You don't want me to do that? No, don't do that. Oh, I love, oh. how about y'all called him ultimate dragon, not Ultimo. Ultimate. Whoa. You can't help yourself. Sparklers behind me, huh? Coming out my ass. I can't help myself. Sorry. I just think it's, look, that's what, that's why they talk in the movies. No, I know. I just, I had an opportunity to meet him this year at WrestleMania weekend. And did he say, Oh, Conrad. Tonsosa. No, he did say. what's funny is, um, I, you know, I don't know when I'm meeting Ultimo dragon because he's not wearing a mask in public. Right. Right. So and I'm they all like, with like, that mask look the same. I'm like in a restaurant or bar. So right. I, don't, I don't know what Ultimo dragon looks like, right? But that may not, might not have really been Ultimo dragon. No, here's the deal. It's one of those guys where you can just tell when you see somebody like, Hey, I don't know who that is, but that's somebody <laughs> like he just carries himself like a star. Okay. And so then I asked Sonny Ono, I was like, Hey, uh, he's like, Oh, that's Ultimo. I was like, Oh, fucking Hey, we're gonna shake his hand. Thank him for all the entertainment. Cause he was one of my favorite wrestlers in this era. I really, yeah. seriously, I know you didn't, but I looked forward to every Ultimo. I knew if I was going to see Ultimo dragon, I was going to see a good match and this will be no exception. Because he's wrestling Chris Jericho, and this is when Jericho was trying to show off his uh, not a, not a more brawling style, not more character work, but more athletic moves. And where where he was trying to get a, a real job. All right. Okay. Or he was looking ahead. I mean, he's Canadian, right? And what are Canadians? 
They are historically WWF guys. So he wanted to get a job in the WWF. I get it. I understand it. I'm not knocking him for it. There you go. In fairness, who doesn't want a job in the WWF? We know Bruce Pritchard and Eric Bischoff do. Exactly. Has Dave Silva gotten one yet? I mean, I haven't heard from him in a few days. Maybe I should. Maybe he's working for the graphics department in Stanford, Connecticut. Now you never fucking know. You just never fucking know. That's the, that's the thing about the business. You never fucking know. By the time, by the time this podcast airs, will you work there? Me? Yeah. No. Oh, I was a fucking pregnant pause there. No. Okay. I don't think my resume will have made it there by then. Uh, but I, wait, no. wait, wait, how'd you send it? Courier pigeon. <laughs> if you ask Lois to send it, let me just give you a little pro tip. It ain't fucking showing up. Cause that, cause that, that chick has not had my fucking six man belt show up yet. Yeah. Whoa, man. Wow. This is good. Deep arm drag takedown. Is it good? Yeah. Oh shit. Look at that. I've seen that spot in modern day shit. Haven't you mm-hmm. drop mm-hmm. kick at the same time? Mm-hmm. Ultimo, Ultimo, Ultimo dragon is a, he's a trendsetter, man. This one's going to get four and a quarter stars, by the way, they're going to go 12 minutes and 55 seconds. So it's probably the best match on the card. Yo, you mean it's better than Hogan and Rodman together in the main event? <gasps> Come on. <laughs> it can't be better than that. And it's better than Steve Mongo McMichael against Jeff Jarrett. Can't be better. Look at that. Look at the balance of Ultimo Dragon. Oh, in the chest he goes. He bounces on his feet. Have front leg back kicks, back leg front kick, spin wheel kick. Down he goes. Cover him, son of a bitch. See that? Hey, hey. If you really do start calling wrestling on a regular basis for MLW again, can we get you to call it like that? Yeah. Cover him, you son of a bitch. Oh, that'd be so good. Because I don't get it. If you have all these kicks, Try to win the fucking match. Try to win the match. Try to win the match, man alive. (sighs) So that's not believable to you, but snow coming from the ceiling inside the ocean center in July. That's totally legit, right? It's a, it's an effect. It's, it's no different than the, the big elaborate entrances they have now in the WWE, WWEAF. Uh, all right, listen. First of all, if you're going to work there, you need to get the fucking name right. I'm not going to work there. It's du- what's it called? WWWWWEEF. Uh, it's called the World Wrestling Entertainment Federation. The <laughs> I love you for that. <laughs> it's called some pick him up again. Good. See, cover him. Don't talk to the fucking cover him now. You some bitch. Tell oh, him hey, oh my God. It's a plancha. Oh my God. Tell, call him a some bitch again. That was the best part. <laughs> cover him. You some bitch. Thank you. See, so, but, uh, and, and I think had I been a goddamn agent, had <laughs> I, <been> book- <laughs> I would have, I would have said, if you're going to do that shit. At least try to pin him. We know you got to go 12 minutes, but try to pin him. Okay. So he holds him up has all the blood drained down his head. He's laying down. So cover him. Thank you. One, 
and it's not bad. That was good. See, I, I think guys should kick out in a one count, too. I don't like this two count, two count, two count. Kick out in a one count. Are you all of a sudden a fucking agent? I feel like you're like doing a good job right now. Well, I just, I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, Hey, you got me back into this shit. I'm not you knocking know, it. it. I'm it, excited about it. In the middle of 2016, I was, you know, I was doing websites for a radio station, jerking off every other night. And now I can find my dick and I'm eating blue chew and I'm stroking some, you know what? I got porn stars follow me on, on uh, Twitter <laughs> and, <laughs> and I got Casio as a fucking friend whose wife's a rocket scientist, but does know how to pick a fucking husband, pick up in a belly to back suplex. Help me understand. You used yeah. to beat off every other night. No, it was, uh, only on every other Wednesday. So uh, do you like market in your calendar? Is there like a calendar alert in your iPhone right now to beat off? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh man. Great move. How about that? Why'd you change the subject so fast? Well, because we're watching a wrestling match. Yeah. But what people really want to know is what your beat off habits are. <laughs> no, they don't. No, 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 they don't pick up. Oh, now try to, oh, Whoa, that's kind of provocative. Are you all right? Yeah. Uh, I saw, uh, I saw Bandy Rose, uh, put, uh, Ember moon in that position this past week. And I went, Oh, you yeah. mean about three weeks ago? <laughs> yes. About three weeks ago. That's oh, when I did. Jesus Thanks. Christ. <laughs> and I went, Oh yeah. This is why we don't get ahead, you know, cause you can't help, but just fucking holding up. It's like a hostage situation where you're holding up today's newspaper to the camera. Like I'm alive. And today's date is <laughs> stop it. Okay. All right. Stop it. Yeah. Only a couple more weeks ago in July. Oh, look <laughs> at that drop kick. Oh, down it goes. That's a hell of a match, man. Boy, let me tell you, me and JR had a lot of fun in Philadelphia and Jacksonville. Those were yeah. great shows. I know, man. It was sold out to the fucking Raptors. <laughs> Look at that. Whoa, up from the top down. How many Moscow mules did you guys pour down? All right, let me just tell you, you know, JR had all of them. Yeah, yes, he did. Oh, God, he's a funny fucker, man. Dude, he is. What, he is like. Is he's at the age where he doesn't give a shit. Exactly. And he is the most entertaining fuck ever to know Jim Ross in real life. Just, uh, just, he slays me. He just absolutely does. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm going to transition to talk about another story that has nothing to do with Jim Ross. You got okay. me, you got me on that. Yeah. So a friend of ours was telling me the other day, uh, he wanted to know if it was okay to take two blue chew. Oh, and I mm -hmm. said, well, I'm not a doctor, but I don't think that's the way they prescribe it. Right. And he's like, you reckon I'll die. I mean, he didn't say reckon. Cause that would imply he was Southern. And I said, <laughs> no, nah, I, don't, I don't think you'll die or nothing. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, he tells me that the worst thing that happened about the whole deal yeah. is that his teeth and his tongue turned blue and he had to explain why. And I thought that might be embarrassing. He's like, no, Connie. I mean, <laughs> this person did not call me Connie. Right. Uh, right. He said, he said, uh, I think it went in my favor because then she knew what she could expect, what she was in for. There you go. And I assume he beat it like a government mule, but I don't, I don't know. Right. I wasn't there. 
It's interesting. And when things are interesting, you know what I always say in reply to interesting things? I don't know. Her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, goddamn sassafras. Interesting story there. Uh, Well, there you go. Blue Chew can work for anybody, regardless of your age, your size. Hell, you know what? It could, I could, I'm going to take two next time. No, don't do that. Yeah. I have an no, eight hour hard on. That's not, <laughs> listen, don't please take it as the doctor prescribes it. Don't do anything outside of that. You're, we can't, you're right. we can't you're recommend right. that you do anything. To, this is a show. We're trying to be funny, mm-hmm. trying to make you laugh, but don't, yeah, don't overdose on, on your, your hard on medication. Don't take two of them. Please don't. Chew- uh, you may try to chew up one and stick one up your ass like a suppository, but don't chew, chew up to them. Uh, on are the you, apron. Oh, look at that kick. Are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. Oh my God. A dragon salt. Did I remember that move correctly? Or do I have to bring today in to call that move? It was an acai moon salt. Acai. Acai. I like the acai berry. That is, has a lot of, uh, vitamins and minerals and uh that's not, that's not the, what the berry's called okay what's a berry called it's not acai i assure you that's that dude's name see okay and so <laughs> the dragon just rolls back in the ring and he's dead well okay how many times do you think i'm gonna have to pee during this episode i i don't know hey here's another thing if I were the agent of this thing, one, two, don't wear the same color tights. Why does that bother you so much? Because you just, it, it's got to be different. So here's the deal. When you and I do live shows, we're supposed to call ahead and see what the other one's wearing. Well, no, we wear gimmicks. I we're not working. We're not working against each other. Look at that. One, two. Wait, wait, we're not working against each other. No, no, we're not. We don't have our tops exposed and. Our belly's exposed and working in a ring. Uh, like I've been doing this all wrong then. Cause like, I, yes, you, you, oh, wow. Yes, you have. As we're podcasting right now. And I mean, you can see me, you know, I, I'm ass naked. Yes, you are. But that's okay. That's why I've been looking straight ahead and not into the camera. Sure. Okay. Why don't you ever podcast naked with me? I just have not thought about it until right now. So next week, can I get you? Ass naked here on what happened when? I don't know. You know what? I'm I'm awfully fond of my new underwear. I don't know what to say right here. I am. I went uh for uh sixty years. Sixty, you ready? Sixty years I wore whitey tidies. Tidy whiteys. Tidy whiteys. I wore those things. Yeah, we okay. know. Well, we can tell from looking at you. Okay. I don't wear them anymore. You got them boxer gimmicks on or you got boxer briefs? Boxer briefs. I figured. Yeah. looks like something like he would wear. Okay. Do you know why this is, this is the truth. Hang on. There's a cover one, two. He's taking a shit on it. Let's your, uh, let's your nuts <laughs> breathe a little more. Well, since I've lost all this weight, okay. My briefs, my nuts escape and stick up against the side of my legs. Oh, we can't have bat winging. No, you can't. <laughs> It's that, is that what you call it? That's what I call I don't know that everybody else does, but I mean, bat wing, a hundred thousand people call it that now. Okay. You're welcome. Hashtag bat wing bat. Well, I hate bat winging. As a matter of fact, it does not matter 
what type of situation I'm in. I could be talking to the Queen of England, and if I'm babbling, I'm going to reach down there and peel them off right in front of her. I can't stand it. I've had enough of it. So I found out that boxer briefs prevent that. And so I just like to say my life is complete now. Well, go on with your bad self. No more bat winging for Anthony. <laughs> bat winging, man. Oh, I hate it. I hate it worse than anything. And Lois said, it's, a, it's because you've lost so much weight. I said, I've lost so much weight, but why are my nuts dropping like that? And she says, get on with your bad self. Did, did she, uh, she have any suggestions? No, she didn't. Wow. She should have had a couple fun ones. Uh, well, you know what? Uh, we talked through a pretty good finish here. Listen, this match is tremendous and there's nothing we can really say about it. You should go back and watch it. I always recommend to hear on what happened when one match you should go back and watch. And this is it. It's yeah. the best 13 minutes you can invest in a wrestling match this week. Let me assure you, uh, Meltzer would even say for all the praise Dean Malenko gets and deserves as far as technical ability, there is nobody in the U S who could touch dragon as an all around technical wrestler. Jericho missed a few spots, but overall, this was by far his best match since arriving in WCW. If that doesn't make you want to go watch it, go fuck yourself. Watch, go watch it, put it up on the network network will get another download and you people in the network. You're welcome. Acai moonsault from the outside, the acai berry moonsault and a pickup and wow. How about that maneuver? Wow. The power bomb turned into a Frankenstein turned into a sunset flip. And there's your finish. Chris Jericho looking for the thank you all the yeah. way back here in 1997. Kind of looks like a cardboard cutout of himself right there too. Doesn't he? Hey, I want to tell you guys one thing. Okay. I'm going to go across the street here. There's a big resort across the street. Shivani's got his family. He didn't, he doesn't get any pussy, but I'm going to get fucking laid here tonight. I want to bring out my guest at this time. Oh, no, I'm going to talk about the hotline. 1-900-909-9900. 1-900-909-9900. We'll talk about Buff Bagwell and the size of his dick and how Blue Chew cannot even make that little baby's dick big. Speaking of dicks, how's Bobby the Brain Heenan doing? Don't know. Haven't been with him tonight. Shivani's up there at the desk with him. And, of course, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes is there, Rhodes is there as well. Hey, how about Dusty's son, Cody? What a star, huh? Has he become big in the business? And how about his wife, Brandy? Is she not beautiful? And what about the Bucks? Are they not great? And how about Tony Khan? Is he not turning the business around? What about Conrad Thompson? Well, speaking of Conrad Thompson, let's walk over here to the right and see if uh, we can see if somebody buried his ass in the sand. Oh, how you doing there? Sit down, motherfucker. I got the microphone. I hate to walk and talk at the same time, but I guess that's what I'm going to have to do. Hey, do you know that uh, I survived a couple of kidney transplants and then just keeled over dead for no reason. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, let's go and talk to uh, fucking Raven. Raven, uh, I want to ask you about the Swamp Thing. The uh, the, the Swamp Thing uh, show that's on the DC Universe right now. You're a big Swamp Thing fan. It, it's, it, they canceled it after one season. After one season, they canceled the fucker. Why would they do that? The thing was a pretty good show. And it's your favorite book, right? Would you fucking answer me? You fucking look Gene. What about me? What about Raven? You know, I understand Tony Schiavone's doing some bat winging and we're not talking about Batman. We're talking about Robin. We're talking about Nightwing. We're talking about his nuts getting stuck to the side 
And as you'll notice in the background here, Stevie fucking Richards, fucking lame brain motherfucker. And the fact is, is Stevie Richards is going to take a chair, a steel chair, and uh, it's going to give somebody a little payback for what he did against the Blue Meanie, if you know what I mean. And uh, that's all I got to say, Gene. I really think that uh, Swamp Thing was a good show, but the reason it got canceled was that the uh, North Carolina legislature didn't give them enough tax breaks. So Hollywood pulled the plug on going down there to Wilmington and shooting the show. It was a hell of a show. I know I'm boring you, and I know, Shivani, you want to hit on my mom, but you really can't. But here, I've just got a lot of chewables in me right now. Yeah, wish I had those chewables when I was your age. Where the fuck were they? By the way, uh, who's this fucker here? Who the fuck are you and what? The, uh, uh, I'm Stevie. Uh, I know you're Stevie. So what the fuck are you doing here? Uh, uh, I'm talking to Raven here. Are you the one that finally got him to talk? Listen, I like Swamp Thing too. I also like Doom Patrol. I also like Young Justice. I like all the comic books. We're all comic book fans. Do you know there's a lot of similarities between comic books? Yeah, I know. Between comic books and wrestling? And doesn't that surprise Set the fuck down. What the flying fuck is going on here? I can't believe what I just saw. He cold cocked his ass and now he pushed him down. Oh my God. The next thing you know, he's going to unzip his pants and piss on him. Oh, let's go back to the ring. That was fucking crazy. Wasn't it? I love doing this with you. That was crazy. Well, you remember me when you get the big box and you abandon us all. I'm going nowhere. You're my friend, Connie. Oh, I, I feel like this is where you start growing a black beard, <laughs> which reminds me, I got to shave my beard and, and diet. Uh, I've been, uh, my wife tells me to do that every week and here I am hairy and uh, fat. Okay. Ah, oh, man. Chono. Chono. Dude, look who's right behind him. How cool is the great Muda? He got a snake coming out the side of him. That's a dragon, you fuck. Oh, dragon. Okay, sorry. Jesus. Uh, and that dragon is trying to bite the cameraman. It did twice. It even left a little mark on the lens. Sure did. You know what? I love Japanese wrestling. Oh, God. I do. I love Japanese wrestling. Here we go. I, I think there should be more of it. Did you watch the, uh, new Japan show a few weeks ago in Dallas? No. Well, you should have watched it. Cause it was Japanese wrestling here in Dallas. Well, new Japan would to me signify it would be Japanese wrestling. Wouldn't it? Oh, fuck. I you're mean, you're I like mean, on an observant kick today. I mean, what, what, how crazy would it be to say, welcome to new Japan pro wrestling. And the first five matches is going to be a bunch of Italians. Oh, what the fuck are they doing here? Italians. They're not here. No, you missed. Okay. You missed something good. Uh, my, my daughter, Laurie and I all have a lot of fun with people who say Italians. What, what do y'all do to them? <laughs> we just make fun of them. Well, you said you have a lot of fun with them. I thought y'all were playing like pinochle. <laughs> uh, that's what people your age do. I don't know what it is, but I know how to say it. You don't know what the pinochle is? Pinochle is a great game. Never heard you of it. Play pinochle? No, I don't know anything about it. Pinochle is kind of like bridge. What is bridge? It's a card game. My God. Chono and Muto. Uh, listen, and, who did okay. bridge ever beat? Oh, uh, hey, you know what? That's my new nickname for Buff Bagwell. P knuckle. 
I saw Showtime. <laughs> and I know when a guy can piss on his nuts. Oh, God. Give me your best uh, Rick Steiner impression. My best Rick Steiner impression? Yeah. Uh, like right now? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to go to the high school. Oh with- no. I'm in the ring. I thought when he was like running around and getting under Scott's legs. <laughs> How's that? Pretty good. Thank you. Look at this guy. Yeah. Get in the fucking ring. You think he's yelling anything racist at Chona? Yeah, probably so. And Daytona. Prob- I mean, that's gotta be right. Yeah. You know how those Floridians are. Um, by the way, I'd like to do a shout out to one of our, uh, Floridians, uh, Adam Dubois. What uh, up, Adam? Yeah. Dubois. 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 Uh, he's a fuckwad, but he's oh. a friend of ours. Boy, okay? you're, you're being, we got a lot hurt. of, we got a lot of friends who are fuckwads. Do we really? Oh boy. Do we ever, uh, Doug Markham's fuckwad. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, let's see. Uh, super Dave's fuckwad. Hundred, hundred. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jeff Jewett, big time fuckwad. Super. Get him drunk. Oh my God. He'll never shut the fuck up. Oh, uh, he fucking won't man. Fuck. He, the doo-doo comes right out of his mouth. <laughs> of course we're talking about doo-doo trucking.com in case you're not in the loop. Exactly. Uh, and then of course, uh, Casio <sighs> Efren. Wait, what about Cassia? You got anything good? Uh, no, no, no one's got anything good about him. Oh, and by the way, I do need to bring up something here on this podcast. All right. Taylor Williamson, leave me the fuck alone. Thank you. Okay. I'm glad you said that. All right. He's taking it too far, Tony. Well, I, I made a mistake. I just randomly texted him one day. I saw. Yeah. How did it work out? Uh, I suggested to him that he watch this television show that I think is the low key best thing on TV. Well, that means it's not any good. Oh, you have no idea. And I said, you will never see anything like it on TV ever again. I said, it is the most unusual fucking show ever. I said, Seth Rogen is the producer. And of course he was all in then. And he started watching it. Now he texts me about seeing it now. So, but, uh, anyway, to all of our uh, friends out there, the name of the show is preacher. You will never, ever see anything like it on TV ever again. It was the original theme song to something to wrestle. Preacher was. Yep. Huh? The TV show was, or the song was the song. Well, the TV show and the song are different, aren't no, they? No, it's the theme song to the goddamn show. It was the original show to what happened when, and then they, sh- uh, or to something to wrestle and they shut you down, said, don't use it again. Is that no, it? No, we got a much better song. Oh, huh. so you're, you're the song went, like that. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Okay. Hell of a TV show. Is it? Oh, I never seen it. Oh, it's, you gotta be, you, you gotta, you gotta, it's, it's kind of like watching, uh, 
it's kind of like watching wrestling today. It's kind of like you're sitting there thinking, I don't believe what I'm fucking watching, but I just will kind of go with it here. So you just got to kind of go with it. Meanwhile, what do you think of this match, Conrad? I like it. I love everything the Steiners ever did. They're low key. My favorite tag team ever. Yeah. Uh, they are not only my low key favorite tag team ever. Do you think there's ever going to be an interview as widely talked about, discussed, joked upon and repeated as Scott Steiner's mathematics interview? Nope. It's one of the greats ever. Do you, um, do you want to give your version of it? Uh, I, I, I would fuck it up completely. Okay. So you would Shivani it. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Hey, I'd like to say, regardless of what Conrad has said about me, I have a, like a one eighth of a chance to go to another wrestling promotion and work for another wrestling promotion. And that one eighth of a chance multiplied by the times that I've called the other promotions, which will be like 10,000, one eighth of 10,000 would be 2,822 divided by four, which means that I have a 4% chance of getting a job. And at that 4% chance of getting a job, let's say they would call me on that 4% chance on that day that I would have a chance. I probably wouldn't answer the phone because it would be a, a number that I would not, uh, I would not guess. I would not know. And therefore I would block it. Therefore I would never get the call. And therefore I probably have a, like a one tenth of an eighth percent chance to get a call from another promotion. Was, was that a, all right? I was okay. I mean, it wasn't bad. Okay. It's not no. bad. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll let it live. Okay. Thanks. Look at that. <sighs> you know, uh, the Steiners love to wrestle guys from Japan. Did they really? They did because it was going to be a stiffy. Uh, well, I got like three or four commercials we could pitch to but we're all done for the day continue <laughs> they knew it would be a stiffy and they would just go ahead and uh beat the fuck out of each other i, I think on some level they were doing that just to see if the guys would fight back right like right <laughs> i'm gonna beat this fucker up let's see what he does you think that guy would that guy at ringside would get in one of the steiner's faces like that fuck no think they'd beat the fuck out of him. Yeah. So if, if you would, if you would list your toughest guys in wrestling, you know, Dr. Death, Steve Williams would be in there. Scott and Rick would be in there. You know, toughest guy, Harley race would be in there. I mean, just solid tough. Bill Goldberg would be in there. No, solid. He wouldn't. Guys. No, no. Oh, oh yeah. He wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. Oh yeah. He wouldn't. Nope. Not for me. He's not on my list. It's my list. Tony, you see. Well, he'd be in my list only because he's a Georgia Bulldog. Yeah. Fuck him. Easy. I know. I like Alabama football players. Like you like Georgia. I like Alabama. This isn't new. Yeah. Well, you know, we are, uh, just about, a, uh, since we're near the end of July here, we're, uh, close to the training camps opening up. Yep. You excited? Yeah, I am. I can't wait. There's no hype around Georgia this year. Did you know that? <laughs> There's plenty of hype around Georgia this year. No, not nationally. Oh, oh, yes, there is. No, it's all about Clemson and Alabama. Oh, really? Yep. Y'all are out. Y'all are done. I'll bet you Clemson will be one, Alabama two, and Georgia will be three. Or maybe Ohio State three and then Georgia. I like that you're aiming for three. 
Wait, who'd you say was number one? Clemson. I'm going to hang the fuck up on you right now. <laughs> Easy. Come on. You guys, it's okay. It's okay to lose. All right. It's fine. Oh, you no, lose no, no. And you We're not back. running around here shivanying. You hear me? <laughs> you can lose and you can bounce back. And it makes it much sweeter. Okay? Oh, sort of like you, you know, leaving WWF and being shunned for years and years and now bouncing back into the WWE. I'm not. What, would you stop perpetrating this? Like, look at that. Whoa, man. Well, goddamn. All my other podcast folks are. Why aren't you? Well, because maybe because I'm a little bit more loyal to you. You ever thought about that? No, that thought never crossed my mind. That's probably not. No, you have, many, what, what you, have many friends, you have many friends growing up. Tons. Still got lots of friends. <laughs> and you shit on each and every one of them. And come on, belly. Look at that. Why that are you being? Fun. Why are you being weird right now? I'm not being weird right now. I just, I would just take a look at this. Do this, man. Fuck. That takes a that takes a fucking he man to do that, dude. Throwing him over his head like that—that that was awesome. Fuck. Are you in it's on not- that? I'm in. I'm in. One, two. God, Mickey J. Slow count. What the fuck? He should have refereed the Hogan match and Sting coming hey, up later in the year. We talked last episode about you coming over and seeing some comedy. We need to confirm a date because I got something that's going to happen while you're over here. Really? Yeah. Okay. I got a, uh, I got a surprise for you. Oh man. A visitor. I'll come over tonight. <laughs> I think he's busy tonight. Oh, he shit. Okay. Never mind. Listen, man, if you, all we got to do is Chuck Woolery, you know, like we did in Vegas last week. Stop that. You perpetrated shit again. Frankensteiner from the great Muto off of the side rope here, off of the turnbuckles. Off the and side rope. What the fuck is that? The rope on the side is you, what the fuck that is. Well, aren't all the ropes on the side? No, these are the, the ones that, Ooh, dragon screw leg whip. How about that? You don't see a dragon screw leg whip much. Do you? I just need to hear an arm drag and twist. Okay. Uh, watch this. <laughs> Jesus. Got too close to the strong man. That time I did stop it. One. To Toto with a save. You're gonna have to. You have to pump the brakes on all that. Oh man, I'm digging this. Oh, cool, man. Look at that. Oh yeah. I like when you're into the wrestling. I am into the wrestling. I like. Uh, I mean, here's the thing too. You know, I know we've had fun. Look at the talent so far on this card. Oh, I know. Ultimo Dragon, Chris Jericho, Hall of Famer, one of the greatest of all time. Masahiro right. Chono. Great Muda, Steiner Brothers, four of the greatest of all time. And how about this? Rick has him up for the Bulldog. Oh, my so God. We think. But no, oh. it's a top rope DDT, you some bitch. One, two, and Chono just watches. Uh, Chono didn't do shit. Yeah, I don't blame you. I wouldn't want to get involved in that shit either. A top yeah. rope DDT, baby. Yeah. Scott did a good job of taking the brunt of the DDT on his on his own back. He, Don't reveal he, the magic, goddammit. I want to believe. He he protected his uh Stop it. Pre- I want to believe that he just murdered him. And you know, of course, he went on to big big pop a pump. Yeah, now he owns a Shoney's. Yes, he does. Here it is. Look at this, man. Great. See, 
acrobatic moves that mean something. Uh, don't watch this, Conrad, because he'll take it on his own back there. There you go. You know, he almost knocked his own self out. And he rolled right over to clean the hot bar. By the way, Scott Steiner's rocking the Shoney's in Ackworth, Georgia. One of the first Shoney's in America that can sell alcohol. So if you're on your way to Atlanta and you need to get a little loaded before you get there, cause you hate Atlanta as much as we do, then by all means pull over in Ackworth right off the interstate and, uh, don't go to Hardy's go next door, go to Shoney's. There's a cool little wrestling tribute in the lobby and yeah. get yourself a little hot bar action. Try the cheeseburger, tip your waitress, have uh, you know, 48 shots of fireball or whatever your redneck family plans are. We recommend it highly. And it's we, legit we, the nicest Shoney's I've ever been to. Yes, it is. And it's, it's because he's, uh, you know, he's, uh, and I talked to his wife about this. He's done a lot of work on that, a lot of work on it himself. Well, here's the deal. Uh, if Scott Steiner says, clean the goddamn sneeze guard, guess what's happening immediately? It's getting goddamn sneezed. And that's what I'm uh, saying. Like, you know, people have had like, you know, oh, I'm intimidated by my boss. Uh, is your boss Scott Steiner? Do what the fuck he says. Would you take a look at this crew? Don't, don't, don't act like this ain't great. I don't have to say a fucking word about this. This is tremendous. It's the best thing on the entire show. It's psychosis rocking all black and white. It's La Parca wearing a sombrero and a Mexican jacket, all black and white, of course. And then here's Sonny Ono taking pictures, stealing money, taking pictures. All right. Let's bring in Mike Tanay for this match. Mike, we want you to do the commentary on this match. Cause I really don't give a fuck. I know. No, let's run through it. This is going to win best match of the night in the wrestling observer reader poll. Is it really? Yeah. And then, and second, of course, is Chris Jericho's match. I'm still going to recommend that you watch that one because I think that's more topical without having uh, Chris Jericho in it. Right. Okay. Bayano four. La Parca and psychosis Hooventude, uh, Hector Garza. And who's the other guy? Liz Mark jr. Liz Mark jr. Liz Mark. The fuck is a Liz Mark? It's Matt Coon. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got you on that one. I, I lob him in. He knocks him out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Matt Coon went on vacation recently? No, I didn't. Yeah, he was worn out from doing nothing. Apparently, lip syncing fucking takes a toll on people. That's his shoot job. He teaches kids to lip sync. Did you know that? Well, if if there's money in it, go for it, right? I don't know that there is. I, I mean, there was so much money in it, he decided to do a podcast with Dutch Mantel. <laughs> Oh, good God. Are they still doing that podcast? No, but have you heard about his podcast with Medusa? No, yeah, he's not still... doing that one anymore. Either. Oh God. But what about his podcast with Robbie Eve? You heard about that one? No, I've not. Are they still doing that? No, he's not doing that one either. Uh, uh, the biggest hit he ever had. And I know yeah. you heard about this one, that podcast with Vince Russo. Yeah. The, uh, the thing where he straps him to a truth, uh, lie detector type thing. Yeah. That was the idea. Right. The lie detector machine broke. No, they're not doing that one anymore either. Oh, okay. All right. 
So this is the best match on the card, right? Yep. According to the Wrestling Observer readers. Okay. So you just like acrobatic shit, right? I, and I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I feel like you're being kind of negative right there. Kind of I'm low. Not, key I'm, not, negative. I'm not being negative. I'm telling you, if you're going to do acrobatic shit, have a fucking story to it. Don't just flip around and flop around. Have a story to it. Don't just flip around, flop just around, have a fucking story. Tell a story in the ring. Oh no. We're just going to jump around, jump around, <laughs> jump around. See, and okay. What's wrong with you? I, I don't know. Why aren't you into this one? This is good stuff. Tony, it, one, it, two. It's good for what it is. Okay. Listen, you're going to have to learn to put over shit you don't like if you're going to go work for Vince again. Okay. Hang on a second. Just did a backbreaker. Okay. And the fucking Bellano is going to step up in the ring as if the backbreaker never happened. I'm going to need you when you go back to work for Vince. I'm not going to work for Vince. Would you stop this? Why don't you just get him to make you an agent? I, I mean, listen, after they got rid of Arn Anderson, they probably need one. Yeah. Why don't. Yeah. I. No, I work for CTE. I think you have a concussion because there's no such business actually. Yeah. Right. May not be. Look at that, man. I don't even, what? I don't even think people know what you're saying when you say CTE. Conrad Thompson enterprises or entertainment, whatever you want to call it. Oh, enterprises makes it sound like Tully Blanchard's old shit. That's kind of fun. Oh, fucking sunny. Sunny. <laughs> no, wrong one. Wrong one. Thank you for the love you give to me, Sonny. Kick a Mexican in the nutties. In the nutties? <laughs> Look at that cash he's got. Just trying to rhyme, that's all. Boy, Eric Bischoff's overpaying, motherfucker. Oh, boy, was he ever. You want me to do my Sonny Ono voice? You don't, do you? Here. I, I talk to Sonny like twice a week. I would love to hear your Sonny voice. Okay. I'm ready. Oh, Mr. Shivani. Oh, God. Mr. Shivani, sir. Oh, sorry. You know he's from Iowa. I know. That's well, how they talk in Iowa. That's... <laughs> Whoa. How about that? That's Liz how Mark. they talk in Iowa. That's how they talk in Iowa. Liz Mark. God, he just bounced back. So, um, God. when's the last time you, you dusted off the grill at uh, Shivani Manor? Yeah, the grill? Yeah. We just got a little, uh, smoky Joe. What the fuck is a smoky Joe? One of those little grill for old people. Is it like an indoor grill? No, it's an outdoor grill. It's like, uh, oh, oh, the Weber, the Weber one that puts on the tabletop, you know, yeah, that's the money. Hey, Weber's great. Weber's underrated. Yeah, it is. Why do you think Weber's underrated? Uh, cause everyone's into the, uh, the big green egg now and everybody's thinks that they got to cook with gas and you really don't have to. Uh, I don't cook with gas. Yeah. No, Weber's great. So we got one of those little smoky Joe's that's, you know, this old people's, you know, two steaks, two hamburgers, two hot dogs. Do you, uh, what, what if we nicknamed your gimmick smoky Joe <laughs> for to, 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 to correctly name my gimmick, smoky Joe, someone would have to puff on it. one day. <laughs> can, uh, can we do it? Can we go smoky Joe on it? <laughs> Smoky Joe, 
Smoky Joe. Whoa, shit. That oh. broke his fucking neck. Holy shit. It's a good match, dude. I hate when you shit on the good stuff. Oh, I'm not shitting on it. I'm just, I'm just saying stuff like this is way overrated. It's good, <sighs> but it's way overrated. Hey, so, uh, what did you think of the announcement about our, uh, Starcast after party? I thought it was tremendous. I'm pretty excited about it. So am I. And I'm going to come back for the after party. You know that, don't you? Uh, you, we sort of teased it last week. I didn't know that you really were though. Yeah, I, I really am. I'm going to come back. Why not? Well, I mean, it's tone Loke, man. It's, it's Janela Palooza. Oh. That's a whole, I mean, just the name, you know, it's going to get fucking weird. And then Funky you got old Medina, baby. Yeah. And, and wild thing. Come on. It's just going to hit. I'm not cool with no Oscar Meyer wiener. Okay. Okay. That's what's part of the, uh, do you think, uh, you can get hypothetically look at this. I think we can get my dudes. i do a little funky call Medina with you out there. No. What? No. That ship has sailed, buddy. Well, just cause she's married. You're married too. What does that matter? I know. I know back when we were neither, well, I was married, but back when she wasn't married and we were traveling and, and going out to movies together and things like that. If I didn't get it back then, I'm never going to get it. So what no, is it? What is it? Well, little funky cold Medina. Oh, there you go. I love you for that. Jesus Christ. It's, oh, God. <laughs> they're dropping like flies and no one is connected. What the fuck is going on here? Why are you uh, mad about it? It's, it's entertaining. It is. It, it, it is. It is entertaining. I mean, you threw a guy off the fucking roof and he lived and then he, well, came, not only did he live, he came back and won the world title. What does that tell you? Ted's a tough fucking guy. Doesn't it? Well, what it tells me is you need to stop taking this shit. So seriously, when the luchadors mess a little punch meat, I'm not saying that, that I just, uh, well, it's just so choreographed. That's all. Boy, you're going to have a hard time on 205 Live if this is giving you heartburn. <laughs> I missed again. Oh, Lizmark. Maybe you should just go work for AEW. Their oh. shit connects to the point where people get mad about it. Okay. Like last month, you know, way before Fight for the Fallen, but last month at Fighter yeah. Fest, yeah. Uh, Cody got hit with a chair. Yes, and, and, exactly. And bled. I know. And people were fucking mad. Right. We don't want to see violence. Really? No, it was about concussions. I get it. I understand. Yeah, I understand. But he different... didn't get a concussion. Different world we live in. Yeah. Holy shit. Now that was good. Fuck. That's my man. Hoovy Tude. His name's Hooven Tude. You missed an N. Uh, Hooven Tude. Look at that. Oh, psychosis over the top, but, but you know, what's coming. Here we go. Hector Garza with that corkscrew plancha, but I guess that's not what it is here. Just a dive corkscrew style. The whirly bird is dusty Rose. We'll call it. So I get it. So someone try to win a motherfucking match. Okay. That's what you get in the ring for. Win a match, pin someone, at least give us a false count. Do motherfucking something, but no. We're going to go something else. Why are you mad right now, bro? Oh, there's another fucking Volano. 
Oh, I get it. Fresh Volano. Leg drop. Cover. He's not even the right guy. One, two, two count. Why are you mad that they're going to cheat? No, I'm not mad. You're, I'm you're just, getting pretty fired up. I'm just picking up the intensity with the match. Oh, there you since, go. Since this is the best match on the card. Yikes. It's a, it's a wonder there weren't more injuries. Oh, there's the sure. finish one, two, three. Exciting. Well, there you go. You try to pin you, you try one time to pin a guy. You might get it done. That's what he did. And they won the match. We're all tied. Liz, Mark, Hector, and Juventud Guerrero. Okay. We got it. We understand. We can't understand Spanish. We don't know what that tattoo means, but we do know that means that means the crab. No. What was the noise even make? What? Oh. Thank you. It took you a while, but you got it, baby. Okay, I got it. You good. Okay. So the match is over. Everybody get out of the ring, please. Come on, let's go. Move. Next match. We've got plenty of matches to go. Here, let's take a look at once again the replay, Conrad. It's just a lot of bodies in the ring. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree. Yeah, just too many bodies in the ring. So we'll just have uh, three drop kicks. And if that's the only high spot we could replay after all those crazy spots, here they come. One, two, three, one, two, th- come on, dive through guys. Here it is. Oh, it's amazing. It's tremendous. What a high fucking spot. Take a look at this one. Watch that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> How he didn't break his fucking neck. I'll never know on that one. BRB Tony. Wait a minute, BR. Wait, but, but I got to talk by myself. Yeah. What, the, what am I going to say? I can't talk without you. What the hell? What? <clears throat> okay, then. Uh, hi, Tony Shivani here at Bash of the Beach 1997. Take a look at the crowd on hand. Hey, good to be able to talk to you. If you're joining us on Patreon, we drop on Mondays. If not, we drop on Wednesdays. It's called What Happened When. And now it's time for a career match. I've had many of those. My career stopped many, many times. I had a career one time with Jim Crockett Promotions. What happened? They fucking sold to Turner. I had a career with Turner Broadcasting. What happened? I went to the WWE. What happened with there? One year. I had a career with him one year. Went back to uh, Turner Broadcasting. I had a career. What happened there? They fucking sold it. What happened? Did Vince call me? No. Went to work for WSB Radio. Had a career there. What happened? They renewed my contract three straight times. Didn't want to renew it a fourth time. Then I started working for the Atlanta Braves. Still working for them. Then I worked for the Georgia Bulldogs. Still work for them. How many careers have I had? I don't know. Probably more than Kevin Sullivan's had, but he's having a career match. How come I've never had a career match? Can anybody answer me? Are you back, Conrad? Well, apparently Conrad's not back yet, but now we're going to stop. Did you walk out on this match on a reason? Did he walk out? He didn't want to see Chris Benoit face Kevin Sullivan because maybe this match was a shoot. You got to think that, uh, this match is taking place because Kevin wants to beat the shit out of him for real. Yeah. Wow. That was a good looking lady. Wonder how she looks now. Why are you, why are you, why are you the way I always wonder, I always wonder about that. I mean, we're talking about 97, right? Yeah. We're talking about what? 22 years ago. Yeah. 
She's probably age. Look at Jackie bouncing up and down on the, on the outside. Dude, you want to talk about stiff, go back and watch these matches in 97. These are great matches. Yes, they are. <laughs> this is what you call a work shoot. Oh, teach me more. Okay. In other words, uh, Kevin says, you know, uh, people believe that there really is here heat between us and there might be heat between us, but I know how this match is going to end. You know how it's going to end, but let's just go out and beat the shit out of each other. It's a work shoot. Uh, I've seen many of them and this is a good one. And I'm going to throw you into here. You just hit as hard as you can. You know, for a little salt off front, Sully was a tough motherfucker, wasn't he? Dude, double tough. Yes, sir. But you know what? When you're that high and in wrestling, you've probably got to lay it in just to let everybody know, right? Yeah, I would think so. Like if you were a wrestler, you're a little guy, you'd have to lay it in. A couple of weeks ago on something to wrestle, Bruce Pritchard and I watched the nitro where Goldberg beat Hulk Hogan in the Georgia dome. Yeah. And, uh, one of us made the comment that about how high your chair was compared to the other commentators. Uh-huh. And one of us said that, uh, your feet were probably dangling and they probably made a noise like wee, wee, wee. Huh? Wow. Been pretty good to be Kevin at that spot right there. Um, uh, Jackie, man, she was a, she was a spitfire. Wasn't she? That's <laughs> a word for it. <laughs> yes, it is a word for it. Uh, Hey, you and Bruce are still doing your podcast. Huh? Isn't that great? Yeah. Vince allows it. And just like, he's going to allow you to do yours. Oh, stop it. He allowed Eric to do his. Well, there you go. They have more stroke in the business. <laughs> Into the surfboards they go. End to the Kwanzaa hut and now to the lifeguard chair. And now we'll take a surfboard and, uh, Ooh, shit. Those surfboards are pretty fucking hard guys. How well, about that time you, you sang surfboard here on the show, the Beyonce song. Did I? Oh yeah. That's, that's right. Look at this. Jesus Christ. And you know what's what's even worse about this? What's is worse? Fuck, it's sand. You get sand in your shoes. You get sand in your underwear. You get in your crotch. You can't get it out for days. Really? Yeah. Tell us about the last time you had sand in your vagina. <laughs> in my crotch. Oh, sorry, sorry. I. You know when I. You know when I did it. I. I got sand in my crotch during this. Uh, during this time here, because I went to the beach with the kids. And I got sand all in me. Seriously. <laughs> all in me. So <laughs> sand, sand, uh, in your sand. anus is fun for the whole family. No, sand is terrible. Just okay. absolutely. And here's the deal. Now they're going to go back to the ring. There's going to be sand in the ring all night. Hey, Jimmy Hart. Here you go, Jimmy. <laughs> you know, he's, he's no longer shielding the Tiki deck. I don't know if you heard. Yeah. That closed down. Didn't they, that didn't the, uh, the whole property go down. You know, here's the deal though. I can't help but think. As you got off your fucking ass and not had baseball, we might could have done a live show there and saved it, saved the whole joint. Yeah. I don't think, I don't know if we would have, but it would have been a lot of fun to try. Let's try now. It's a vacant property. So it won't be vacant. When we get all of our fans there, there could be upwards of 70 people there. 
Don't turn around. <laughs> still, the, still the best line, dude. Yeah. By the way, Taylor Williamson, kiss my ass. You've already said that. Okay. I feel like you're repeating yourself in your old age. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, you can't, you can never work that double stomp. That no, Kevin did. ain't nothing working about that, buddy. I'm coming down on your organs. That's Get ready. Exactly right. I mean, you're coming down on my wife's organs. I'm coming down on yours. <laughs> Fling. What would it take for us to get video of Lois hitting you in the face with a cookie sheet? Yeah, I'd go for that. This one gets three and a half stars, by the way. And it's a loser must retire match. Yeah. Yeah. Did it, did the guys retire after this? Yes. Kevin Sullivan no. retired. This was it. This was, it was his last match ever. In WCW, I went out of business. Remember you killed it. Cause you wouldn't lose weight. I feel like you don't remember things. We had four more years to go. He wrestled, you know, those, no one believed those career matches anymore because people would find a way to come back. No, Luke, dude, dude. Luke, I don't think you understand. He's gone after this. No more wrestling. I mean, he's still behind the scenes and he does like, uh, a, a are you, are you trying to tell me this is really Kevin Sullivan's last match? Yeah. We are watching Kevin Sullivan's last match. Okay. Ever. All right. Perhaps years later. He reformed the varsity club with Mike Rotunda and Rick Steiner and Leia meow, mm-hmm. but no, he was done wrestling until, until he decided to come back. Marco three, y'all are already done by then, but he couldn't siphon off cash for sitting in the back doing nothing. You know, oh. can't do that on Indies. They want you to actually go out there and work and a match. Yeah, right. Yeah. Kevin never did do nothing. Kevin was always involved in the back. I was being a smart ass. He's still very active. Yes, he is. As a matter of fact, he works with uh, Ronnie Gossett in universal wrestling. What the fuck are you saying? Are these real words? Yes, they are. They're real words. They've asked me to work with them and I never can do it. And well, I know why you can never do it. You know, but you know what? I never, I never got so much attention in my life. Before I met Conrad Thompson. Why are you so, saying this? I've met you. I've got more attention in my look at that piece of shit. Uh, I was talking about Dick Patrick, not, not Raven. He's one of my friends. I think, wait, why is he Dick Patrick? Nick Patrick. You said Did Dick. I, was he, is he not a cool guy? No, he's a cool guy. I like Nick a lot. We called him a Dick, but I don't like Dick, but I like Nick. Oh, but do you like Nick's Dick? No, we, the, you think this show has gone off the rails? The one we're watching. Yes. No. The one we're talking, this, what happened when? No, Man. I, I, I don't think so at all because this is a great match and I don't like to make fun of great matches. Go out of your way to watch it. Yeah. Uh, it's an out of control brawl. It, it's definitely a great change of pace from what we've seen so far. Yes, you've it had is. some technical mastery and you've had some aerial shots and I mean, just lots of crazy stuff going on here. And we're all building up to Hogan and Rodman in the main event against Luger and the giant. So you always build up to your better matches. We should also mention that, um, they do like an ear biting spot in this match, which I know now you think, Oh, that's weird. Why why would he do that? A month prior is when Mike Tyson bit Evander Holyfield. Right. So it's super topical when he does it. There it is. Wow. You called the spot, buddy. 
Because I've watched this before we watched it. And the fans are reacting to it too, man. It's going to get over huge because everybody remember. I mean, this is, I think sometimes people forget how big that was. The ear biting with her Vander. Yeah. Huge, big time. Huge. Crippler cross face. See a work shoot, man. God, what a great performer Chris Benoit was. Fuck. People get weird about saying that, but you know, it's hard to deny when you go back and watch it. I understand that people aren't comfortable with watching it because of the way it ended, but yeah, if you can watch this match in a vacuum, Benoit was on his shit, man. Yes, he was. We say it every time and we mean it every time that he was so tremendous and it's a, it's, it's, it's obviously a, a horrible tragedy. We're not making light of it. We're not, but you can't deny how much he meant to the wrestling business and how good he was. Jimmy Hart doing a good job. He's not being silly. Jimmy Hart here. He's, uh, he's doing a great job of, uh, ratcheting up his intensity with this match as well. Look at Jacqueline. She was a nice lady. She's not dead. Back then, she was nice to me. She's in the WWE Hall of Fame, too. I know. She deserves to be. You ever hear the rumor about her in Memphis? Uh, no. Is this, is this the Chocolate Titties rumor? No. That's a Vince McMahon, McMahon make-believe statement make-believe. from Bruce Pritchard. Okay. Not true. Got it. Yep. But what's, what's the Memphis thing? Oh, I can't tell you. I was asking if you heard it. Why would you... If you can't tell the story, why would you bring it up on this podcast? Because I thought everybody had heard it and you would say, oh, I don't believe that shit. Well, then if everybody's heard it, then it's not going to hurt you by recanting the story. Go well, ahead. If you haven't heard it, then maybe everybody hasn't heard it. Well, you know, I'm not as active online as you and all the other marks are. I mean, all your other friends are, uh, did you say marks? No, I didn't. So, uh, so tell me what's the story. Well, it's just a rumor. It's not true. Okay. Well, I'm glad it's not true then. It involves her, uh, sexually. Oh, and I don't want to perpetuate the rumor. If you haven't okay. heard it, then maybe it's just, you know, we're in and make believe. All right. Make believe then. We'll just leave it alone. Cause I, I don't want to say anything rude or odd. You know, I mean, listen, the last thing this podcast wants to be is rude over okay. the top. And explicit. Yes. It's the last thing we want to be. You get it. We want to call matches as we see it. Yes. We want to talk about the athletic ability. Yes. We don't want to talk about hard dicks. No. Or eating pussy or anything like that. Absolutely not. That would be way out of bounds. I don't want to do it. No, that's not me. Because as you know, as all of you guys listening out there, I was the voice of your childhood and I was a straight guy and I still am. So I don't cuss like that. So I never talk about that stuff. I don't talk about Francine or Medusa or Terry Reynolds. <sighs> Tria woe. But is it really? What? Is it a tree of woe? Uh, 
I would think if you're upside down and you have nowhere to go and you're at the mercy of Kevin right now and he's a stiff son of a bitch, I would think it is a tree of woe. Not only that, I mean, look, you're upside down, right? And that means your nuts are on top. Mm. So that means your nuts are the most vulnerable part of your body right now. Mm. Okay. And instead of kicking up to kick in the nuts, the only thing he has to do is go, see, that's just club you right. Oh my God. Uh-uh. Uh-oh. Uh-uh. Oh my God. Uh-uh. Oh my God. How about the wooden chair? I mean, th- did this not make it super obvious? Yes, it did. Right. <laughs> he just stands there and waits for it to happen and picks his arms up and uh-huh. it splinters. Of course, Nick Patrick sees a, a chair splintered everywhere. Jimmy said, what the hell are you doing? We can't have violence in the tiki bar, baby. They're going to shut us down. Uh, and then the one, two, three. I'm all for frilly toothpicks and club sandwiches. No, I'm all for, uh, a unusual turn of events. You like a swerve, bro. Like a swerve. I'm in for a swerve. Is that like a race thing with Miss Jackie? You're down to swerve or no, no, it's nothing. It's okay. not like that at all. Okay. You gotta get hot about it. Speaking of that, uh, my buddy, uh, swerve Strickland has changed his name. He's on, I saw he was NXT now. Yep. He's a great young talent. Good hey, uh, Tony, let me ask you a question. What are you doing this weekend? This weekend, I'm coming to see you at a comedy show. No, that's and- next weekend. Oh, next weekend. Okay. This weekend, I have a suggestion. I think you need to go to Nashville. As in Tennessee. Well, are there other Nashvilles? I don't know about. Yeah, there's Asheville, Oregon. Nashville, Oregon. And you thought maybe I was asking you to come to Nashville, Oregon? Yeah, you never know. I mean, I got to be specific because I could show up in Oregon and you say, no, I'm in Tennessee. So anyway, what are we doing in Nashville this weekend? Game changer wrestling. Game changer wrestling? Yeah. Uh, put my hands up. Becoming the Nashville for the first time is called lights out. And it's, uh, this Sunday, July mm-hmm. 21st mm-hmm. tickets are on sale now, mm-hmm. but Nick fucking gauge, Joey okay. Janela, Marco stunt, Mance Warner should be a good time. I, I'm telling you a little Marco runt is, uh, something. Uh, Marco stunt. I'm sorry. I said runt. I meant stunt. We'll forgive you. So, I mean, uh, you, you like it. You don't like it. What's the deal? No. Uh, so my, my question is, is, uh, do you have a piece of the pie? Why are we promoting them? Uh, Just, cause I, I'm going, uh, huh. And, uh, and Clint from Hershey is going and who is and Clint from Hershey, you know, my oh, buddy Clint Clint's going. Well, of course Clint's going. Uh, and what's the other guys? Oh, Dave Milliken. Yeah. But it's going to be like Joe Janelle and Mance Warner. That ought to be pretty good, huh? Yeah, it should be great. Tell me how it is. Oh, you're not going? No. You know how much fun you and I have had in Nashville? We've had a great time in Nashville, but I've been with you with I've been with you at wrestling matches before. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe this will change your mind. Tracy Smothers is working. Oh, okay. I get Spider Nate Webb. All Rich, right. Rich Swan's there. Orange Cassidy's there. 
Oh, Rich Swan's there. Your boy, Jerry Lynn's there. Oh, very cool. Jerry. Really? Yeah. Jerry, Jerry's still taking bumps. Well, I didn't say he was, I said he was there. Okay. I'd say he was going to do a nine seventy off the building or something. Okay. All right. What's it called? What's the name of the wrestling promotion? Game changer wrestling game changer wrestling GCW. Okay. So the winner is the champion is the game changer champion. Is that it? Uh, Nick fucking gauge is the game changer champion. Nick fucking gauge. Here we go. Oh my God. It was about this time. Tell everybody, you can tell everybody's story. No, you only got that story at the live shows, which by the way, when are we doing a live show again? We, uh, We're I guess, uh, September 28th, Wayne, New Jersey. Yeah, baby. That's us. Follow us on Twitter. If you want the link, it's at WHW Monday, but, uh, yeah, check us out. We're going to be doing a show right before a live wrestling match from GoPro wrestling. And, uh, did you see who they booked a couple weeks ago? I did not. Who would they book? Jordy and grace. Uh, boy, here we go. You all right. Yeah. Did you just finish? No, I didn't. Thought you were trying to wrap us up here. Can I, can I be honest with you about her? Yeah. I like her a lot. Well, what's wrong with that, man? She's great. Yeah. I like her a lot. Super nice person. I like her a lot. I follow her on Twitter. I like her a lot. Wait, are you saying what I think you're saying right now? No, I'm just saying I like her a lot. I think she's a good female performer. I'm surprised she hasn't, uh, gotten into a bigger promotion. Let me give you a pro tip. Yeah. Don't send her a DM. I won't. I don't do that stuff. It will wind up in a book. Uh, oh, whoa. I'm not a creeper. Well, maybe, maybe I ought to edit out what I just said. Maybe I shouldn't may I don't even know who she is. There you go. Okay. She's nice though. I'll tell you. Yeah. Well, she's, she's a good performer. I've seen her wrestle. I just, I think she's very good. Oh man. See you, you knew what you did when you said that. And that makes me mad. What? Because you set up the best joke ever. I've seen her wrestle. I have. Well, the joke is, oh, you should see her box. Oh, but stop. you fucking can't do that. You can't say I've seen her wrestle. You never say that again to me. Cause I, I just can't help myself. I have seen her perform in the ring and I think she's very good. <laughs> I thought you were about to say something else. I was like, you're going to have to uh, mark the time. No, mark. I'm not marking the time. I'm, I'm being serious. Cause she's, she, how about this? She's going to be a real big star real soon. I think she is too. She had, a, she, she had a breakout performance at all in yep. last year in Chicago. And she's been on an incredible yep. journey since with, with TNA and yep. tons of other indies. And when her TNA deal is up, you got to think she's going to have offers from a lot of different places. I would think so. I think she's very, I think she's a, a talented lady. And I think Deborah is a beautiful lady as always. Haven't talked to Deborah in quite a while. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, what, how many stars would this match get? You want to guess motherfucker? This will be like one and a quarter stars. Wait, are you serious? Is that what I said? Am I right? Try again. Uh, uh, one and 
Uh, one star. Try again. Three quarter stars. Try again. A half star. Try again. Uh, a quarter star. Try again. Dud. Nailed it. This match got a dud. Yeah. Everybody knew it was fucking fast forward material. This is Matt Coons least favorite wrestler ever versus my fast forward button. I can't believe that Jeff Jarrett, who is a, a great second generation performer grew up in the business. He now works for the WWE. Uh, I can't believe that anything that he would be involved in would be considered a dud. What's your, what's your favorite Jeff Jarrett match? Um, exactly. I was going to tell you in this building, Jeff Jarrett and Booker T right after the Hulk Hogan. Okay. That's the real answer. I was wrong. I'm an asshole. Surprise. I had good trip. Good leg trip. Hmm. Wonder who talked him in the fact that, that, that looked good. That those tights. You know, it's Eric Bischoff. It, it annoys Eric Bischoff like you wouldn't believe. What these tights do? He has an aneurysm about it. <laughs> yeah, it's. He says he says when he starts on his first day, he's going to find Jeff Jarrett. He's going to tell him how terrible it was, and if Jarrett doesn't agree, he's going to note him. <laughs> I'm going to nut him. Uh... Who would you like to nut? I'm watching this match, dude. Well, no. Okay. Give us commentary. We can't wait I, to hear you call him. I, I, I don't want, I don't want to, I want to make sure that I, this match is not a dud. There's no way you can call this match a dud. Yeah, you can. It's got it Mongo not, and it's the, and, and Jeff Jarrett. It may not be good, but it's not a dud. Yes, it is. Do you want to know what the wrestling observer reader poll voted as the worst match on the, on the card? And it wasn't close. This one. Yeah. How'd you guess? Because uh, you brought it up during this match. Oh. Well, you can hit a home run in every match. Am I right? Right. I mean, well, you can't. I mean, you can. But no, you can't. No, Ma- you can't. Mongo never did. Well. Okay. You don't tell everybody about what Mongo tried to let you hit once. Nope. That is only for our live shows. And by the way, if you come to Wayne, New Jersey on what date is that again? September 28th, that believe it or not, the bulldogs are off that day. Yes, it's a they rare are Saturday where you don't have football. I know. And you and I get to hang out in Jersey, like a couple of real Italians. I'm going to have you take me out. Make me feel like a pretty girl. No, it's called Italians. No, it's, it's not. I, it's Italians. It's not Italians. You're not from Italy. You're from Italy. And you're an Italian. No, my buddy from Nashville, Italy. Everybody knows who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Tracy Smothers, who I'm going to go see this weekend. Yeah. At Game Changer Wrestling. Yeah. Why don't you want to go to that with me? I think me and you would have fun in an indie show. You know, it's probably on fight. They let you do commentary. You could brush up, be like a little trial run before you went back to work with Vince. I am not. Would you stop this? Would it, you stop perpetrating this shit? When you send in your audition tape, I need it to sound like this. <laughs> I think that'll work. I like my niche in life. You don't understand that. You don't get it. 
I like what I'm doing for a living. Who said you didn't? I love doing the podcast with you. I love going out and doing live shows with you because we don't go out every weekend. I love, I love doing, uh, working with the Braves and I love the, I God, I love my Georgia bulldog job. Love it. Wouldn't give that up for anything in the world. So I love my niche in life. So don't say you're going to go to work for Vince because that would have to be a full-time gig. And I don't, I, I'd like, I'm old Conrad. I'm either going to retire or die. Oh. Okay. So I'm old and I, I'm, I like what I'm doing in life. Why can't I just enjoy life right now? He's choking him. Well, you got to give it to Mongo. He used it the right way, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Why didn't we take enough shots of Deborah? I know I ask that all the time. Every single time. Why didn't we? You got one of the most beautiful women there, and there she is. You know, Mr. Cameraman, walk around him. and No, she's in the background. Get a shot of her. Go, go, walk up to walk here. Cameraman, walk Fuck. wide shot. Well, I can't do it all. I can't be a director, producer, booker, uh, agent, announcer, instigator, creep. Whoa, look at that. He dropped him down all in one. There's just so many things I could do. And that's a hell of a hit. Oh, well, that, that sucked. Power slam. Cover him. One, two. This one's over. Ooh, he got out of it. There you go. Stay on that shot, please. Stay on the shot. Stay. <sighs> Am I wrong here? No. No, I'm not wrong. Oh, oh, oh there, there's a game, game changer right there. Game changer. He's going to go to his own three-point stance. Well, this is not a good match, but it ain't a dud. You think it's a dud? Uh, I think anything with Jeff Jarrett and Mongo is a dud. <laughs> okay. Before I even watch it, I've already got my opinion formed, and I realize that's not fair. Uh huh. But I mean, no, I, I hate everything about it, and I want it to be over now. Okay. Well, Mongo, it, oh, come on, lady. I got this Halliburton. And inside it is my degree from the university of Alabama that I got at the, at the young youthful age of 63 years. And I just handed it to Jeff. And then of course he hit my husband in the elbow and then in the head. And now I can't believe it, but I've turned on my own husband much like Deborah did. I mean, much like easy Nancy did. Mm-hmm. With Kevin. Okay. Whenever I, I tell you, whenever Kevin Sullivan writes down that somebody's going to get divorced, they do. They do. Kevin Sullivan's the devil. You know, I read that. Oh my God. It was a swerve. Another swerve. Didn't you see her hand in the briefcase? Were you not watching? What the fuck were you at? I was not watching that part of her. I wasn't watching oh her hands. Oh God. Dude. Well, I, I wasn't, I'm sorry. I got to be it Wednesday. Yeah. Just go beat off and come back. Wait, wait, wait. I just realized you told me that you whacking on Wednesday. That's the day our show comes out. Yeah, I know. Do you, 
I you, used to in my younger days. Do you listen to our podcast and shrug off? No. Please no, don't I, do that, please. No, I'm not. All right. I have no idea what I want to say here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm really excited about what's already happened because as you can tell from looking at me, I've been laid twice <laughs> and <laughs> I'm not talking about with Deborah McMichael because everybody knows if you tried that, you'd have a lineman trying to pound sand up your ass. <laughs> Call the hotline right now to learn more about that. It's one 9900 Kids don't get your parents permission. They shouldn't know you're listening to this shit. Anyway, we're going to talk about Deborah's armpits and butthole and everything else that Tony Schiavone's interested in. At one nine hundred nine oh nine ninety nine hundred. Of course, we've also got to dispel the rumor, the innuendo, the myth of Klondike Bill. It turns out it was Tony Schiavone all along. That's right, kids. This hotline promo is a lot like the end of the usual suspects, where you find out that Kevin Spacey was Kaiser Sose all along. That's right, Klondike Bill is Tony Schiavone. Bum, 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 bum. Join Eric Bischoff and his crew as they ride the rails. Yes, sir. We're going to go outside to Sturgis with the freaks and the geeks and a lot of good-looking people as well. Uh-huh. It's the NWO and WCW, and it's hog fucking wild. No, it's road wild to be called hog wild, but right now it's road wild. Saturday, August 9th, live and only on pay-per-view. Well, that sold it, didn't it? Nope. That make, make you want to see it, wouldn't it? Nope. Who told Rodman that hat looked good? The fuck? You know, I don't think it, that's a hat. I think that's an STD. Okay. <laughs> Eric, Eric tells stories about Rodman uh, on if you go ahead and see him live. Yeah. Uh, well, you I mean you never will again now because he's yeah, the Fox. See, if you saw Eric Bischoff at Starcast, you've seen mm-hmm. your last Eric Bischoff. Right. But Eric has said this many times when he's telling the stories about Rodman. He says Dennis Rodman in real life is a shy, withdrawn guy. I don't I never believe that. No, Eric lies about other stuff too. I I I mean there's there's nothing shy about Rodman at all. Jesus. What, you're saying that like he pulled out his hog on you. No, I didn't. I mean, he's just, look, I mean, he was, he was the worm. He was Rodman. He was. Wait, wait, the, is that your nickname for it? No, stop. You know what I mean? And he was one of the greatest rebounders ever in the NBA. And he, he came out in a wedding dress at one time and he sprayed his hair red and he, he had all these, uh, tattoos and all these earrings and all these piercings and everything. There was nothing shy about Dennis Rodman. All righty. So not that I'm calling Eric a liar. I wouldn't well, I mean, want to do kind, that. You kind of did. No, I didn't. A little. What I'm no, here's what I'm saying. It, Eric Rodman may have portrayed himself as a shy guy to Eric, but Eric should have seen through that. Don't you think Vince didn't see through Eric? I mean, why would Eric see through Dennis? Uh, Come on, that's funny. Fuck off. Is is this not mind boggling? I mean, it is. Everything about what we're saying out loud is absurd. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what our show is. Uh, But it's just mind boggling that 
that Eric is back is is working for the WWE. Who it's you just, telling? Huh? Who are you telling? Just just crazy. Just absolutely crazy. And this interview is going on for fucking ever. Thank God I didn't try to mimic it. Yeah, because you would have been passed out by now. I passed out by now. Right. This sold absolutely nothing. You don't need this in a pay-per-view. You got them already. You need this leading up to a pay-per-view, guys. Don't you fucking get it? Uh, how many times I got to point that fucking belt? More. You know what? That just made me think of something. I can't wait to hear. <laughs> I need to check in on see how Hulk's doing. Let's call him right now on the air. I don't think that would be cool. You got his number? No, I don't. Do you? Yeah. You got everybody's number. Uh, send me his number and I want to text him just to tell him hello. Send it to you right now. Okay. I say just, uh, it's been a long time. I was just, I just saw a match that you had and it was a great match that you had. Uh, wasn't you and the ultimate warrior, uh, from WCW days, but it was a great match. Uh, and, uh, oh, there we go. You got it. Thank you. I got it. And just tell him that I think you're a great guy and, uh, wonder how you doing. Well, thanks buddy. I know when you send me a text because, uh, the text sound that you sent me is when there's a certain sound on my phone, when you send me a text, Oh, you made me a different tone. Yes, I did. Uh -huh. Wow. I, I got the special status. I know that Lois has a special tone. I have a special tone. Who else? Uh, my daughter, Laurie. Oh, there you go. What's hers? Uh, I am your father. Uh, and we know Lois is this. I love you. And, uh -huh. and, and what's mine? Yours is, uh, well, let's see if I can't play it. Okay. All right. I will just right. stall here. I thought you were doing that as I stalled and talked about your daughters first, but no, it, it look, I'm, I'm, I'm in my sixties now, so I can't go through a phone like you millennials can quickly. I'm not a millennial. You know? Oh yeah. We've, we've had this argument before. Yeah. You be, no, I'm not. Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, anyway, uh, so this could, this should be a good match. How many stars does this one get? And I guess three, half, half, this got a half star. Oh, she deserves a half just by herself. Oh man. I'd take a half. I bet you give her a hole. <laughs> There's no way a match with DDP and the macho man gets a half star. That's not even the best part. It's Scott Hall and Randy Savage taking on DDP and the former Mr. Perfect. He's going to be the mystery tag team partner. So here it is. They haven't, they've just said it was a mystery partner. They didn't say who, right? Now here's the big reveal. It's Kurt. Wow. I mean, how in the world is this half a star Four of yep. the best of all time? You talk about a bad night. The only thing I can think of is that these guys were not wanting to work that night. That's all I can. That's the only, that's the only way. The only way. Yeah. 
So, okay, uh, I don't know if you can hear this or not. I found it. And here's my Conrad Thompson text tone. Okay. If you only knew the power of the dark side. That's not it. This is the worst radio we've ever done. <laughs> no, it's not. Hang on here. I'm old. Okay, here it is. Here it comes. What is thy bidding, my master? That's what it is. Why are you doing that? <laughs> What's what it is. I know that's you. And do you know uh, my tone for Dave Silva? I'm ready. Okay. And I know that's Dave Silva. Do you want to know how I know it's you? When you call me? Yeah, how? Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. That's your ringtone. <laughs> Why did I even ask? <laughs> All right, let's get to this half star match. Come on now. We got a main event still to go here. Did I tell you that uh Dave Silva and I discovered a new song for you? Actually yeah. I showed it to him. Yeah, I bet. Well, you know, after you got real excited about the Whisper song. Mm-hmm. Right. I've got, I've got a new one for you. Okay. Don't play it. I'm not going to play it. I'm going to send you the words. Okay. And you want me to read it? If we have a promo, I'll read it during the next promo. How's that sound? I can't wait. <laughs> I don't even think there's going to be another promo in this one. We've hadn't had really any. We're going to will a promo into existence. <laughs> God, we still got Piper and flair to go. You know, one of them has got to talk. We heard from Hogan. We didn't hear from his opponent. Right. Yep. Right. We haven't heard from Luger and the giant. All right. So we'll do it in the giant's voice. Fee five. Oh, type thing. I like that. You said type thing. Hey, I know why this is a half star. Ain't nothing fucking going on. Yep. What the hell was that? <laughs> Somebody throw some shit in the well, this was where this is where they started throwing shit in the ring, right? A year ago, year prior to that. Yeah. Ninety six is when it got out of hand. Right. I don't know what just happened there, but somebody threw some and there's a whole lot of talking and walking and posturing and nothing going on. I get it. Which is it's unbelievable because you got four guys who can really work. I wonder if they had a bet in the back. Like, let's see how long we can go before we do anything. Yeah, they probably did. Uh, let me ask you this. Was this Kurt Hendricks first appearance with us? Yeah, that's a great question. I think the answer is yes. Why not? Why don't I check to be sure? That's just, and if so, this was a hell of a surprise, man. Look how, look how great he looked bronzed and oiled up and, and going to get hit in the face with a toothpick, <laughs> spit it back at you. Motherfucker. what did you think of uh, last week when we learned about the, uh, Montana musket loader? Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to bring that up again. Oh, I didn't say we were, I was just asking. That's, that's a horrible thing. 
Oh, is it? It's a horrible thing. He debuted as a fan favorite on the June 30th edition of Monday Nitro. It's this is his first match in the company though. Okay. So you don't, you don't like, uh, Copenhagen. Uh, no, stop, stop. That's terrible. You realize how carcinogenic that stuff is. What butt stuff? Stop. Yeah. There ain't nothing going on here, man. I get it now. I understand. These four guys could have torn it up. They really could have, but they haven't done anything and they hook up. No, they don't there, but at least we got something going on. This is the longest stretch of quiet you've ever been on the show. Why don't you give us some commentary? Pick up. Dropped in with an atomic drop. He oversold that. Pick up an atomic drop the other way. Inverted. He oversold that. Hopping around. And he missed a Larry at that time. Hitting in the top of the head. Wow. Can you believe that Kurt Hennig and the macho man Randy Savage are no longer with us? And can you believe that Diamond Dallas Page is probably a millionaire right now? Out of wrestling. And a tag is made. Here he comes. Oh, how about that DDP yoga blow? Yeah. There you go. Stretch it out, hook it up, do the same thing tomorrow. Oh, forearm, breathe, breathe, pick up. Oh, I lost my voice right there. Sorry. <clears throat> when I went, oh. Uh, looks like I'm not going to be doing commentary anytime soon. Why? I don't have the voice I used to have, Conrad. I, I don't. I I mean you say pick up the commentary. I used to be able to used to be able for like a three hour show go, Can you believe what we're seeing? I can't do that anymore. I I'm 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 old, I'm gonna retire or die. One of the two. I'm old. You'll get there one day. You'll get there one day. And you'll understand what it's all about. Dim the rules. Dim the rules. Dim the rules. Hmm. What's our other line? Dim the rules and fuck that. It's so obvious. <laughs> wow. What do you think of, um, this match sort of being in the middle of the card. I yeah. mean, this is bringing everything to a grinding halt. It feels like, yeah, it is. And we, we've got two more matches to go. And I, and I, and I get it that Hogan and Rodman are going to be on the main event and this can't, this Flair and Piper would have to go after this. Yeah. Flair is, uh, going to give Piper a pretty good match in this one. I think Meltzer said something like it's the best match he's had since he's been back. Really? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, as we know, the, the Ric Flair in 97, even Ric Flair leading up to 97 would always bring the best out of people. 
and he and Piper were so close, well, good friends. And when you're working with your friend, like me working with you right now, you want to put your best foot forward, don't you? Really? Yeah, you do. Okay. That's why I, I always put my best foot forward on these shows. I didn't realize this was your best foot. That's kind of disappointing. <laughs> it's all I got at this age, man. It's all I got. That's honest so, work. Somebody say something about, oh, that's all I got at this age. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this match needs to end. Uh-huh. Ain't much going on. Help him up. Why don't you? Oh, there's that guy that gave Chono shit. There you go. It's okay. That guy's pissed off, man. Did you see that uh, Rhino oh. popped up in Impact? A Who did? Ago? Rhino. Rhino? Yeah. Ryan Dasho or Rhino? Rhino? No, I didn't see that. He popped up in Impact? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, the rhino from, uh, ECW. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. He also cool. worked in WWE and TNA and then WWE and now he's back in TNA. Oh, okay. Very good. Well, good for rhino. Good for him. I, I, I don't wish anybody ill will in the business. Do you think, nope. do you think that he could help you get a gig? At TNA? Oh, would, you, would you stop that? Would you stop this line of thinking? Would you stop this narrative that you prepared? You're perpetrating out there. You know, Stop. Here's the deal. When people hear that you can't even say perpetrating, they don't believe that you're really hard back, you know? Oh. I like my life. I like my life. I do. I want to, I want to, when we're finished here, I'm going to, I'm going to get the bug. We'll put him in my lap. I'm going to watch a couple of episodes of stranger things. Third season. And I'm going to eat a little bit of diet ice cream. What the fuck is diet ice cream? You know what diet ice cream is? Isn't that called yogurt? <laughs> no, there's look at this, man. Bam. That's it. No, there's ice cream out there. That's a non dairy ice cream that I love. I don't want to know anything about it. It's made of tapioca. oil. Just be quiet. No one cares. <laughs> it's good. Stop it until you try it. I don't want to hear about how the voice of my childhood is so fucking old that eating ice cream, it convinces himself that tapioca is ice cream. <laughs> tapioca oil. Shut up. <laughs> he just walked out on diamond Dallas page. It was a fucking angle. No wonder it's got a half star. He walked out on him. Motherfucker. I get it. They did an angle on a pay-per-view, but it was a swerve. And you know how I think about swerves, right? You got it. How so? I'm sorry. Uh, my attention got diverted. How do you think about swerves? I like them. I'm for them. Here comes Kimberly. That's what Tony was talking about. In case you're not actually watching with us. Okay. Yeah. A Kimberly, uh, dressed all in pink. Um, huh? She, she, that was, that she's impossible for her to look bad. Uh, Bruce Pritchard would describe her as all the way live. Yep. And it's impossible for us, obviously to take a shot of her as well. Well, we got macho's bald spot. 
Yeah, that's good. We got Scott Hall's belly button. Uh huh. That's good. And we got Dallas, but where are the girls? Bash of the Beach continues. Let's take a look at the replay once again, Conrad Thompson. Oh, we can't wait here. Here comes Kurt getting thrown over the top rope, but he can't make it. So Macho kicks him under the bottom rope. Not exactly the debut they were looking for. Nope. Let's see uh, if. And there you see the look of disappointment mm-hmm. at debuting Kurt. Womp, 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 womp. Speaking of womp, bombs away from the Macho Man Randy Savage as he crushes Diamond Dallas Page. Yep. He may have been Mr. Perfect in the WWF, Conrad, but he's at a promotion now that is not perfect. All right, let's get him out of the ring. We get our next match. Let's go. Come on, come next on. Next up, it's going to be Roderick Toombs and there against Richard Fleer. See what happens. You know what? What? Uh, now that shot, I'm for. Uh, there might be enough time here to get to because there's trash in the ring. Might be enough time to get to a promo. Okay. Um, I mean, let's pull your email up. I'll forget that. Fuck. I got to just say it just out loud now. Uh, take some more goddamn Prevagen. You know, that's, uh, that, that's made a jellyfish, you know, that Silva just text you. No, I just hit by mistake. Silva's thing. Nobody's <laughs> hit Silva's thing by mistake in a long time. Not even him. Oh, do I really have to do I'm not doing this thing. I'm not doing this. This is terrible. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. I'm not doing this. Why? I'm a self-respecting young uh, old man. Have you heard what you've said so far on this show? You know what? I've, I, I found out something that I've never known before. What's that? Roddy Piper's real name. You just said it. Roger Toombs. Didn't know that was his real name. what did you think his real name was? Rowdy. I know. I thought his name was Roddy Piper. Oh, Jesus Christ. What's, what, what do you think Randy Savage's name is? Uh, it was Randy Poffo. I know that. All right. All right. Here's a trick question. What about Jeff Jarrett? Think That's, hard for your answer. Think hard for your answer. Jeff Jarrett. Got it. All right. What all was, right. what was Piper's real last name? Tombs. Tombs. Yeah. What about Scott Steiner? What's his real name? Scott Rick Steiner. Well, you're on a roll. What about yeah. the great Muda? Uh, Kenji Muto. Muto. Ooh. What about Chris Jericho? Chris Jericho was, uh, hold on. His dad was a hockey player. You got it. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Chris Irvine. What about, Irvine. Gl- what yeah. about his Glacier? Was, his dad was Ted Irvine. That's right. Glacier. Glacier's real name was, uh, uh, Ray something. Rhymes with Noid. Uh, <laughs> one Ray, half, one but, half of not, uh, Dumb and Dumber. Not, not what it, Ray Steroid. <laughs> there you go. Nailed it. Um, Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit was Christopher Benoit. Kevin Sullivan. Oh, it's Kevin Sullivan. Lex Luger. Larry Fole. The Giant. Uh, Paul White. Hulk Hogan, Terry Bollea, Diamond Dallas Page, 
Paige Falkenberg. Fuck you. You're rolling, baby. Rolling, but I didn't know Piper's. By the way, that robe that Rick is wearing to the rings at a barber shop in Brooklyn. Really? Yeah. What? It's for sale for $35,000. At a barber shop in Brooklyn. Yeah. Wow. Did Rick show up at the barber shop? I think to- he sold it to a dealer uh-huh. for like 7,500 bucks. And then that guy sold it to another guy for 15 grand. And now that guy's like, ah, he's died twice. So it's 35 grand. <laughs> all right here we go all right how many, not, stars, how many stars this match get better Come than on. you think the last one was a dud guess what this one's gonna be it'll be a three-star match three and a quarter three and a quarter how, yeah how dare oh. you low ball pop pop did rick flair ever get anything lower than a three from dave melcher yes really uh-huh jyd match maybe oh for sure yeah Rick doing a hell of a job here, man. Running away from him. No, you gotta you gotta show up, Rick. Get back in the ring. You gotta show up. He's gonna no show the fucking ring. That's unlike him. Shut up, mate. He looked over and I was I thought he was talking to me for a minute. I like that shot with Piper's face in the background. That's pretty cool. It is cool. This one's going to go 13 and a half minutes. Yep. yep. Our main event. It's going to go 22 and a half. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. I'll, 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 a giant match, a Lex uh-huh. Luger match, a Hulk Hogan match, 22 uh-huh. minutes with, uh, Rodman stuck in there. Yeah, a, a first timer. Oh. Should have asked me during the production meeting. Flair selling like hell, man. Well, one thing about it is it's not like they haven't worked with each other before. I mean, they hell, they, <laughs> that never gets old. Um, they worked, you know, they worked a program back in Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling back in the early 80s. Pretty good program. As a matter of fact, uh, a lot of those interviews are on the network now from like 81 when Piper was the U.S. champ and was the heel and Flair was the baby face. Oh, my God. Is he sawing already? There's been no blood in this this event, has it? Nope, but the way he's laying, it makes you think there is, huh? Yep, yeah, that's right. I wonder if we were kiboshed on blood by this time. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's not doing any. Yeah. Rick was, well, as a lot of guys were, Rick was so sensitive about his midsection draping over his tights. He told, he told you that? No, you could see it. I'll show you. Watch how he pulls up, how he just takes his hand and just runs around the, uh, the top of his tights. He'll do it a lot. Wahoo used to do that a lot too. In his later years, I hear Kevin Sullivan chiming in, in the background. I know. And there's uh come here, bud. Come on, come over here. Um, but yeah, Flair used to do that all the time. He used to just, you know, just give a little gentle tug on the tights. 
and, uh, or as he likes to say a little tuggy, (laughs) tuggy on the tights. I think I have those boots he's wearing. See a little tug on the side right there. Yep. It almost got to the point to where it was like a nervous tick kind of. Yeah, exactly. And Wahoo used to do it so much. Wahoo finally went to the singlets, which is a, a good look. Yeah, it was for Wahoo. I got to tell you, I'm excited about you coming over. (laughs) Oh God. What? You know, every time you say you're that you're excited about me doing something, there's always trouble brewing for me. You didn't, you didn't have fun and all that stuff. No, I have fun, but it's trouble. I mean, you didn't get caught. (laughs) You're still married. No, I, I, I'm not going in that direction. You don't know what I'm saying. Oh, I'm talking about drinking. See, see him pull up his tights there. I, I'm, I'm talking about drinking stuff. I'm talking about stuff I shouldn't be doing because I got high blood pressure. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. How much did we drink in St. Louis? We drank a lot. We drank all afternoon. Oh yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking the Casio. I was like, okay. we didn't drink that much. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, we drank all afternoon. We started like it. I came in. <laughs> it was funny. Oh, I came in. You were sitting at the bar. I said, let's drink. And you went, what? I said, yeah, let's drink. I couldn't believe that you were in. Yeah. I don't know how many mules I had. I had like, I don't know. I had to have like six, seven, eight mules. So we had a lot to drink. Um, and, uh, but I can't do that because I'm old and I got high blood pressure. And I feel terrible the next day. Feel horrible. I don't need to feel horrible. Old age is makes you feel horrible enough. Ask Pop Pop. I'm not talking to him. Okay. No, I don't blame you. Oh, uh, Piper now firing up. Turn it over. Come on. Turn that sucker over. Yes, he's got it on flare. Fans are going nuts. Good refereeing right here, too. <laughs> Your dick suffer from stage fright. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> this email you just sent me. <laughs> well, hang on, you just said you weren't doing it, and now you're rattling off gimmicks. <laughs> I just glanced at it, and I and that. That line just kind of stood out at me. Stage fright. <laughs> you go hit him in the nuts. I'm gonna no. tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I think we're gonna have to have you do it in a minute. No, I'm. I'm we're we'll have to. We we'll have to save that. Hey, if you'd like to join us on Patreon, maybe we'll do that for you on Patreon. How does that sound? You're nervous about saying it here. Yeah. Well, you got to. Uh, there's a couple lines in there you need to skip, and I get it. Yeah. But there's some other stuff in there you could say it'd be just fine. Like my dick VIP, your shit needs ID. How long do you think it took him to write this song? <laughs> the dyslexic speed readers. <laughs> what do you think? Oh boy. He missed that one. And that was not a good shot for it. Flair is so good on this punch. We've talked about that before, but. If you get the right camera angle, or in this case, the wrong camera angle, it really exposes it. But 
still. Woo! Got to pull him back and pull up on the trunks for us there, would you? Come on. Come on, don't make me look like an idiot. Uh, fuck, he never, he may have pulled those punches, but he didn't pull those chops, man. He laid them in. You're not going to read the rest? No, hell no. Couple lines in there you could get to. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Why, why are you against my dick? Because your dick loves Fred. Okay, so there you go. Right down on top of it. Oh, that's right in the no-no. It sure is. Well, if it's one of the biggest parts of the body. Why are you so obsessed with my father-in-law's penis? Oh, God. I'm not obsessed with it. It's just a known fact. It's not obsession. Common knowledge. Seems like it might be a little obsessed. Penis envy, maybe. I don't know. Oh, really? Seeing that thinking, wow, what could I have done with that? Well, what could you have done? Uh, I don't know. I, I probably would have done exactly what he did throughout his career. Showed it off. You would have exposed yourself. Well, I, I mean, if Tony, hang on. I got Kevin Sullivan's over here. Come here, Kevin. Come here, buddy. You, you trying to look at his hog. What are you doing? No, don't he do keeps... that. It's a dog. No, I'm not. Come here, buddy. Come on. Well, last week you were talking about. Here's, dog blue chew and that's not cool. the deal. I'm in the bat cave and he's starting to bark, which means he's got to go out and I can't go out right now. Cause we're doing the show. Oh, so wait, I, well, I went to pee. You can go let well, him pee. Yeah. I'm a professional. Okay. So anyway, I, uh, so I'm going to pick him up, put him in my lap here. So he doesn't pee on the carpet. That's ah, good boy. Are you, you going to do the, my dick song? <laughs> no, I'm not. Thought you were a professional. <laughs> that's right. I'm a professional. Meanwhile, this match is a pretty damn good match. I would give it three and a quarter stars. That's actually a good call, Tony. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, Flair's going to shake his head. No, no, he didn't shake his head. Ooh. He's probably just wanting to make sure Piper didn't drop him on his head accidentally. Okay. Piper with the figure four leg lock. There he's shaking his head. He's telling the referee what to do here too. This is, this was, this was one of the great parts about Flair. You think he was like saying, no, no, no. And he's, he's calling spots here. He's looking for somebody, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know what we've heard that's called? What's that? What? Uh, I'll say it next time I say somebody do it. Okay. Apparently somebody is Mr. Q here. Why would you say that? Because he was look. Oh, okay. Was he looking at himself in the in the, or was he looking for somebody to come down the aisle? Oh, why would you think that? Yeah, you're right. You nailed it. Yeah, they're coming. Or as you would say, Conrad, wake up! They're here. <laughs> All right, here we go. He's got the gimmick, and oh, he blocked him. Oh, don't tell me they're going to. DQ Piper. 
No. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> One more big fuck up coming in the ring. It's better. How about Piper fucking that up? Totally. <laughs> oh, he's climbing up. Well, let me climb down here. Cover <laughs> it. Oh, this is a, this is a fucked finish. Tombstone pile driver. Oh God. Oh man. Don't you think that'd be a scary proposition though, that you were getting ready to be tombstone by that guy? Yes. Whew. I don't think I'd want to do it. No, I, I wouldn't want to do that either. I mean, as a pro, if the booker wanted you to do it, you'd say, okay. Uh, but I wouldn't. Flair's going to win it. One, two. Oh, no. He didn't win it. Listen, say you weren't paying very much attention to WCW if you think Flair's winning in 97. <laughs> Yeah, they're having a hell of a bout here, guys. This is pretty good. A little bit better than uh, a six-man Mexicali match. Wouldn't you agree? What'd you call it? A six-man Mexicali match. What is that? It's six guys from Mexico wrestling. What, what, what's the Cali? Well, maybe a couple of them are from California. I don't know. That's called Cali. Cali. Okay. A Mexicali match then. That's better. Okay. Piper's got the sleeper. Yeah, I'm I actually I'm I'm digging this match. This is a good one. I'm glad you finally like something. <laughs> so hard to please, really. Well, uh, the uh the Sullivan match was good. The Jericho match was great. Yeah. Best of the night to me. Yeah. Yeah. And you, I and agree. you didn't like the best thing observer reader poll number one. No, I did not. Good match though. Yeah. It was a good match. If you like guys, you know, jumping off the high dive and doing flips and diving in the water. There was no water. There was no high dive. Oh. I don't understand these sometimes. Well, I just, it's just what you like. It's just personal preference. That's all. I mean, I look, uh, Bobby Toombs. What's his real name? Roderick. Toombs. I love Rod you've just decided his name is Bobby. Bobby Toombs. We got to get that trending. Hey everyone. <laughs> Hashtag Tony thought his name was Bobby. <laughs> I mean, serious business. Imagine if we went and told wrestling fans on the street, did you know that Tony Schiavone thought Roddy Piper's real name was Bobby. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> what? I didn't know. I couldn't remember. I'm old. Bobby. I'm going to retire or die. I don't know. Please give me a break. Hashtag these motherfuckers are 60. <laughs> Bobby. Great referee, Brian Hildebrand, man. Great stuff. Another wrestling tragedy. There've been plenty of them, but he was gone way too soon. All right. Bash at the beach. Sign for the main event. You ready? Go bring in like Michael buffer. And when we do, mm -hmm. I think Michael buffer should, uh, tell us about his day. 
You really think so? Yeah. You can do this song. Ladies and gentlemen, my dick parts the seas. My dick farts and queefs. My dick is like MI-16. Your dick broken like vending machine. My dick goes to yoga. That'd be DDP. Your dick fruit roll up. My dick grade A beef. Your dick quick and painless. Your dick loves Fred. (laughs) My my dick rumbles in the jungle. Your dick got touched by your uncle. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing? It's who writes this stuff? Oh, Mickey Avalon. Oh God, Mickey. (laughs) Hey, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You just blew my mind. Hey, Mickey. Oh, Oh God. (laughs) And you know what? (laughs) Mickey's probably a millionaire, isn't he? Oh, I don't know. I think he just took a job running smack. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> What's great is I swear to you, Dave what? Silva and I were just laughing <sighs> about you doing those lyrics the other day. And yeah, he said, what other songs do you think you could get him to do? And I said, oh, fuck, I don't know. And then he came up with my dick and I was <laughs> like, oh my. <laughs> and of course the old, the old fucker did it. <laughs> he went for it. Oh God. He went for it. Well, there you go. I aim to entertain is what I do. I'll send you another one. No, I don't know. I'm not looking. I'm not opening up the inbox. Ain't doing it. Don't send it. Please. No, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I've got, I've got grandchildren. I need this one, Tony, please. I, I've got, gra- I've got grand, I've got granddaughters, Tony. Okay. I've got a, I've got a daughter who I love. Remember how you were just putting over I, like how much better your life is. Yeah. Since you I've met got, me and all that stuff or whatever. I, I read in mass. I read it at mass once a month. Hey, I told you could skip from, the bad line in that song from the, from the scripture. Well, I did skip the bad line in the song. I know. The, me, but I'm done. Well, I'm done. Let, come on. Let's get on to the match here. This is the main event, man. This is the main event match anywhere in the world, ladies and gentlemen. Don't you think? How do we get, uh, how did we get, we're able to get voodoo child licensed it, paid some money. How much money did you ever ask Eric? How much he paid for that? It was like a hundred grand. That was it. Yeah. Just one time, hundred grand fee. It was like for eighteen months for a hundred grand or something like that. Wow. Who's the one that wanted it, Hogan? I guess maybe. I didn't ask him that because I assumed that all Eric did back then was whatever Hogan wanted. Mm-hmm. But you can ask him when you call him now that you have his number. Hogan, yeah, I'll ask him. Remember how I gave you Hogan's number? Yeah, I do. I'm. I'm not going to call him. I'm with texting. No, I got it. But you should check your email. Yeah, I ain't doing that. Not remember how I gave you Hogan's number. <laughs> yes, I do. I mean, I just gave you the biggest wrestling star in the history of Earth's personal cell okay. phone number. Okay, I know you did, and I think, and I, and I appreciate it, and I, 
I've done your whisper song and I did your, my dick song. That's far as I'm going right now. Whisper got over. Did it not? Yeah, I did. So it sure did. Why would you stop believing well, that I know what's going to get over? Well, because we just, I mean, okay, let's wait to next week. No, let's just do one more today. No, <laughs> we're going to have to sit there. A 25 minute Lex Luger match. Will you have some goddamn mercy on us? Maybe it'll be a good match. How many stars did this thing get from Meltzer? Yes. Uh, four and a half star and a half. Really? Oh. Listen, <laughs> if you're, if you, if you're not going to sing the song, I'm going to have to take a cookie break. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I just like the name of the song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you saw it. You opened it. Yeah, yeah. I opened it. Okay. <laughs> Pretty good, isn't it? Uh, God. Tony, Tony, <laughs> Tony, 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 Tony. Let me say this. God bless you rappers. <laughs> You're able to take profanity and make it mainstream. I mean, isn't that what we've done here? Hmm. All right. Let's hit it. No. Oh, diddy, diddy. Oh, hitty, hitty, hitty. You ho. So oh, fee no, five no. Folks, it's, it's Heidi, Heidi, Heidi. Oh, Heidi, Heidi, Heidi. I thought it was hitty, hitty, hitty. Oh, Heidi, Heidi, Heidi. You ho riding from the back. I'm so fucking kind of slow. So fee five, fo fuck fum. She's scratching on my back. Oh, here she come. Good God. You're almost, I mean, you're about rolling. <laughs> That's enough. Please. Where do I, I just, okay. This is from, uh, this is from, uh, who's this song from? Let me look at it again. It's from easy. E. Yeah. Okay. The name of the song is give me that nut. <laughs> It could be, hey, what you laugh about? It could be a pistachio, could be an almond, could be a cashew. So what's the hold up? Sing it. Could could it be a Brazilian nut? It could have been any one of those. <sighs> so come I don't know. Come on, T. Come on. Meanwhile, back at the match, man. These these guys are tearing it up here. They know they got twenty two minutes. They're tearing it up. It's a Lex Luger and Giant match. They'd rather hear you sing the song. Hmm. There's a couple of really fun lines in there. I can't wait for you to deliver. Okay. Uh, Give it a shot. Just try it on. <laughs> try it on. If it doesn't work, oh. just take it off. No, I ain't donor. I want to, I want to pay attention. Man, this is, this is what happened when this right, is we'll not call it. Then just go ahead and call Tony, it. It's not Tony Reed's rap. This is what happened when I want to go back and, and go back and rekindle my memories of this great match. Just so you know, when you leave me, I'm going to call up Mike today and I'm going to pitch him. Mike today reads rap. That'll be my next podcast. <laughs> Who are these guys? Come on. Let's, you... let's hit it. No, I'm not hitting it. Well, you ain't hit it in a long time. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that nut. Give me that, that, that nut, that nut, that nut. That's those are the, that's the chorus. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe this. I, I really, honestly, I mean, 
we have a lot of fun reading this and having an old 61 year old fucking redneck read this stuff is funny, but I can't believe they get by with this stuff. I can't believe that. What are our kids listening to now? Conrad, what are you talking about? What are our kids listening to? They're listening to these, these type of lyrics. No. Yeah. Whatever happened to whatever happened to George Strait? I went the, how about the Statler brothers? What about Johnny cash? I think they're still around. Uh, Johnny's dead. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I mean, what about the, the good old love songs? You know, I got a love song for you. <laughs> Here we go. Tell me that ain't money. (sighs) I'm sure it made him a lot of money. You know, his trouble though. What? He had too many nuts. I'm sure he did. You have no idea who we're even talking about. No, but I'm telling you this right now. If I ever thought back in 2016, I'd be doing this. Cool. What? Calling Hulk Hogan matches in 2019. <laughs> no. Trying to yeah. get over Dennis Rodman in 2019 uh, to, to rap songs, man. And we're, we're talking over it. We're talking over here. The biggest star in the business. We're we a biggest star. We're talking over here, a great athletic competition. No, we're not. We're talking over a Dennis Rodman, Lex Luger, Hogan, giant match. The main event of bash at the beach. 97. It was our hottest year, right? Oh, let me ask you this. Well, 98 beat it. Um, somebody on Twitter a couple of weeks ago said they didn't think Hulk Hogan belonged on the Mount Rushmore wrestling. Well, everybody's got their own opinion. They're wrong, but they. Who's on Tony's Mount Rushmore? Well, haven't we gone through this before? Do it again. These Mount Rushmore's change week to week. Okay. Uh, my, are you talking about my Mount Rushmore of is, uh, Hogan flair, uh, the macho man and, uh, Luthez. I don't know. All right. Let me, let me throw you a wrinkle. Okay. Now you can pick one promoter. One All manager, right. All right. one commentator, okay, and one wrestler. Who's your Mount Rushmore? Uh, it is Ric Flair, Jim Ross, Jim Cornette, and Vince McMahon. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. But maybe Dennis Robin after he comes in the ring. Come on. Let's go, Rod. Get in the ring, man. Everybody's standing up. They're ready for it. Yeah, they are. They want to see what he can do. Man. And they got him in the ring with Luger for his first foray into wrestling. 
Oh, I mean, who was he going to get in there with giant? How about the trash bouncing off his head? (laughs) There you go. What was your favorite lyric from give me that nut? (laughs) I know what it is. (laughs) No, it comes after I took the panties off. (laughs) You're exactly right. (laughs) I know you pretty well. Oh, you know how many guys that, uh, that listen to our podcast and have their girlfriends, their wives listen to, I'm, I'm embarrassed for them. Yeah. They need better husbands. (laughs) Yes, they do. Yes, they do. There's no question. I'm sorry. Without question. Tony, are you on Snapchat? No, hell no. That's a millennial thing. We got to get you on Snapchat. Why? I mean, what? I'm going to waste my time enough on Twitter and uh, Facebook. Why should I w- put, why? Because you could add Francine and Deborah and Medusa. Okay. I'll do it. I love you. Arm drag takedown. Well, give Luger credit, man. He, he tumbled for him. I'll tumble for you. I'll tumble for you. I'll tumble for you. I'll tumble for you. That's even a better song. Give me that nut. I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. Well, I know why this match went 22 minutes. They're just walking around in circles. not doing anything. That's all, that's all they're doing. I mean, it may have been a 22 minute match. But after Michael, after the entrance and Michael Buffer's intro and then walking around in a circle, they probably touched for like eight minutes at the most. You're not listening right now, but there's a huge Rodman sucks chant going on. And then these, uh, arm drags are going to get big reactions. That's pretty cool. Absolutely. Fans are buying into this. Meltzer would say he didn't do much, but he was never embarrassing. It was actually great for a novice when it came to playing to the crowd. And there you go. Give me an athlete every time. And you know who did, and I, I guess we're going to have to eventually watch it. Who did a good job too. Who? Jay Leno did. Yeah. And, uh, who's his band leader, Kevin Eubanks. Yep. He was good too. At ringside. That was, uh, that was well done. Meltzer would open the uh, newsletter that week. That would say, so now Dennis Rodman is a bona fide pro wrestler. And the scary part was he wasn't all that bad. Yeah. After doing a couple angles, Rodman's first appearance as a participant in a pro wrestling match at WCW's Bash at the Beach pay-per-view saw him tear down the house by doing a simple arm drag on Lex Luger. How about that? He's 36 here. And Meltzer would say he was not only, uh, not an embarrassment in the ring, but actually showed far more aptitude than most trained pro wrestlers with months of training in their first match. Yeah, he was, uh, how about that leapfrog that time? He says his sailing was pretty good. Certainly for someone in their first time, his ability to work the crowd was very good as he's a natural ham. 
And he obviously wasn't intimidated because there was a sellout crowd watching him and a psychology was there. Many people have joked. He was the best of the four participants in the tag match, which wouldn't have been much of an exaggeration. Mm. How much does Dave Meltzer hate Hulk Hogan? I was getting ready to say the same thing. Take another shot at Hogan. Look at that, man. That's leapfrogs, baby. No problem for him. And took a hell of a bump there too. I mean, here's the deal though. Basketball players know how to sell, you know, when they're faking, taking a charge or something. Exactly. Like soccer players, are the best at it. I guess we just, you know, I guess based on what happened at Bash of the Beach the year before, we just go ahead and throw your shit in the ring. We're not going to do anything about it. Uh Uh-oh. Bring the big guy in. That's a big tag right there. Look at the crowd. Yep. What did this match get again? Uh, it got, uh, I think we said three stars. No star and a half was the match before. Yeah. Okay. Star and a half. It, it should have been at least two and a half stars. It was better than star and a half already. It's been better than star and a half because of, of Rodman. And look at the giant doing some selling for Hogan there, man. There, there's no way this, this match could live up to the hype because of the participants in it, but I'm not, yeah, that wasn't good. I'm not completely disappointed in this match at all. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, they know how to draw the heat from the fans and get the reaction there. And right. And there you, um, now I see that. Yeah. He should have just grabbed him and choked him. And then he should have choked slammed Then he rolled out. Bunch of man, little heat getter on the outside there too. This is uh, an interesting time because on the other channel, WWE is putting together Canadian stampede, arguably their best pay-per-view or one of their best pay-per-views ever. And this it, is not that for WCW. Uh, isn't that a, uh, an event you and Jr. recently talked about Yeah, over this past month? Yeah, I think it was uh, earlier this week. Yeah. Canadian Stampede. And that was arguably their, their one of their best ever or just best of the year? One of the best ever. Really? Well, I'm going to have to go by. I'm going to have to go on the network and watch it. All right, bring him back in. That's what I like. I, I, I got to tell you, I'm 
Even now, I'm intrigued watching Dennis Rodman in there. Yeah, I am too. It's, you know, it's amazing when I look, when I watch this now from a, in a different light. I don't remember being that impressed with him when I, when I called the match, but I sure am now. Maybe I was, I I don't know. Maybe I just, my, my mind's going, you know, prevagen. And the fans are standing. They're into it. As Melter said, got some heat. Oh, he kicked him in the leg. Jesus Christ. You know, clearly the idea was to clip him, but Hogan didn't want to hurt him. So no worry about, I mean, Hogan never hurt nobody. Right. And you know what? That's a sign of a good worker. I think that's a good, that's a good teammate. He didn't want to hurt anybody. Why? I mean, why hurt, why hurt your, uh, the guy you're working with? For fun. <laughs> for fun. <laughs> like, like Goldberg, right? He hurt him for fun. Maybe. You're supposed to jump all over that one. No, I'm not going to pile on Bill Goldberg. We've been tough enough on him. You've been tough enough on him. You were too. We watched his match with the undertaker. And I believe the exact phrase you said were. Wasn't good. No, tell the truth. What you really said. I don't know what I really said. What did I really say? It sucked a dick. Did I say that word? Yes. And that's why when I sent you my dick, I thought (laughs) you would at least be able to talk about it. By the way, if you want to know what I had to say about that match, it is on Patreon for our patrons only. It was a bonus podcast last month. We watched it together because as Conrad said, you won't believe it. And I didn't, but these guys are putting on a pretty good show here. Hogan giant is like classic old school wrestling to me. Just because of two big guys plotting, going through it. I mean, just, you know, they're not going to do hurricane Rana's and stuff. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Trying to hip toss him. Luger's in Rodman's in. Ooh. Double hip toss. Very well done, guys. Takes two to send the giant down. He kicks them both off. Fuck. Come right. This is not bad at all, man. No, I agree. Yeah. And a lot of it is because Rod, look at Robin, take a bump there, man. Oh, that fuck Luger still cannot blow a clothesline. Years later. Wait, Dennis had a long wingspan. Did he know whether he was such a great rebounder in the NBA? You know, if you think about it too, to be a great rebounder, you got to be tough. You got to fight. You got to push and shove. And maybe that's what made him a good or a decent novice wrestler.
I don't see why Hulk Hogan, who was the greatest babyface of his time and became the heel that popped the company, can't be on somebody's Mount Rushmore. Because Hogan turning heel did pop the company. Did it not? Of course it did. Yeah. I mean, it was the, the Hulk Hogan of the, the yellow and the, and the red wasn't doing that much for us, but when he turned heel, man, it all changed. How about the, uh, the hairdo? Can we get you to rock that hairdo at uh, Starcast? You talking about the different, the multicolor hairdo? Yeah. I don't think so. I'll do it if you do it. <laughs> Puss. <laughs> you're such a lying piece of shit. No, we'll do it together. No, you're so lying piece of shit. First of all, I don't have hair like that. I can't crop my hair that close. I can. Oh, I'm sure you can because you're a young man. I can do a lot of things. I'm sure you can. Through Christ who strengthens me. Mm. But I can't. So. No, you can't. Because you're on here saying foul language. No, no. I'm reading lyrics written by somebody else. Not me. I didn't write them. No, but you sent them to me. I didn't say, I didn't say them you're, out loud. You're a perpetrator. No, sir. I didn't rob the bank, but I opened the door. Well, I was trying to get my money out. You're a perpetrator. I don't even know what a perpetrator is. Well, you are one. I, 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 I kind of think of myself as an independent. Independent perpetrator. IP. You down with OIP? That's other people's intellectual property. Intellectual property. I guess it'd be OPIP. Mm-hmm. Or IPIP. Here we go. Speaking of IPIP, here he comes himself. Fee, fi, fo, fum. He's had enough, man. Headbutts all around. Boot to the face. Paul was a great performer for his size, wasn't he? Paul's a great performer for any size. Yeah. A lot better than that Jeff Jarrett. Oh, is this the fake sting? Paul just say that because it doesn't look like him at all. Right. Because it looks just like Scott Hall. All right. It just looks like somebody in a mask. I'm kidding. It's not Scott Hall. It's not. Who is it? Oh, it's got to be Scott Hall. Well, he stepped over the top rope. Who do you think it is now? It's Kevin Nash. Oh my God. How'd you guess? Because he's so big. It's like, uh, remember when he was super shredder? Yes. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Sure do. He's super staying here. I had to get, uh, that big coat at Burlington Co. Factory. (laughs) You know, they're more than great coats. In the big and tall shop. Don't pay full retail. Look at Oh no. Rodman he- bobbing the head and oh God, he's got him in the rack. By the way, this is like what, six weeks before he beats him with this move? And right. He, and he submits right there too. That's it. Oh uh what'd you call him? Dick Patrick? I said Nick Patrick. You mistook me. Mistook. Mm-hmm. You made a big mistook. Boy, they, they're all bumping for fucking Luger here, man. Yeah, they are. They're keeping him super strong so he can win the world title next month. And the crowd's into it. Yep. 
What if at our next show, you put me on your shoulders like that and rag me? <laughs> yeah. I don't think that'd work. Why? You got that super steel enforced neck now. I, I sure do. But my God, I'm an old man. I'm in my sixties. I'm going to retire. Die. Rack Luger me. wins it though. How R- about that? Rack me, Tony. <laughs> I ain't racking your ass. Rack me. All right. What if, what about Deborah? Would you rack Deborah? Yeah. Would you rack think- Francine? Ooh. Ooh. Too sweet. Okay. Yeah. 73. You said 73% thumbs up. I would agree. No, it's a good match. Went off the air really good because you get, you know, your band of bad guys showing they're sticking together and they're still fine. But Luger put everybody in the rack, made everybody or everybody made them look good. So we're off the air. Mm-hmm. Keith Mitchell, Craig Leathers, but rings reads like a damn uh, Neil Pruitt, Annette Yoder. We've talked about all these folks. Yes, we have. There's uh Ernie Watts. Gosh, I haven't talked to Ernie. Woody Kearse, Jason Douglas, Ricky Lassiter, Jackie Crockett. Jackie Crockett, Rick Little, Darren Connord, Ron Clifford. Wow. William and Moses. Two good guys, man. Zane, Zane Breslov. Breslov. Come on with it. No longer with us. Doug Dellinger. Janie Engel. Oh, Jody Hamilton. Yeah. Gary Jester. Mike, Mike Weber. Weber. Mm-hmm. Boy, so many good names on here. Yeah. Good time. It's good time to work for WCW. Good people. How about the supervising producers there at the end, buddy? Yeah. Tony Schiavone, who didn't do shit. Nick Lambros, VP of administration, VP of production, David F. Crockett. The F is for fucking executive producer, Craig Leathers. And of course, we got to stop it with the big rub at the end. And we're right into the, uh, Eric Bischoff vanity project promoting road wild August 9th live on pay-per-view, which is that, is that what that's considered a Eric Bischoff vanity project? Well, how much money did you make at the gate? Uh, nothing. How much money did you make on merch? Nothing. How much money did you make on sponsorship? Mm, I don't know. Zero. No. Uh, Zero. you're on Saturday instead of Sunday. How much do you think that cost you in pay-per-view buys? Okay. Got, I, I. Thank you for the, the answer. I got it. And you know what else you got? The heads what? up that, uh, it's about that time. It is about that time. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a great edition of what happened when we've gone back and taken a look at badge of the beach. We've seen the Mexicali's flip flop and fly. We saw Ric Flair and Bobby tombs, uh, Roddy tombs go at it in a old fart match that Ric Flair actually showed up for. And then we saw the worm Dennis Rodman take some tremendous bumps. I'm Tony Giovanni. I'm still looking for Deborah McMichael to rock her one day. And until then, for my friend Conrad Thompson, I'll let you know the tape machines are rolling. We're desperately out of time. See you next week on What Happened When on the MLW Radio Network. And on Mondays, we drop on Patron. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Tony, it's your friend, Leon. Yes, me, Leon. Listen, I was over at BoxerGimmicks.com. You know what I was thinking about the other day? I was thinking, man, that's a fucking brilliant-ass fucking website, if you ask me. Yeah, over there, you got all the, the fucking shit for all your shows. 
Yeah, you got What Happened When, Fumble Ruffle With in 83 Weeks, and including now Grilling with JR. Fucking brilliant, Tony. That's just fucking, that's smart, if you're asking me. That's just fucking smart. I'm just trying to think of the next thing that you guys can do, you know, to be even smarter. And then get this, Tony. You know, I was over at patreon.com forward slash WSW Monday. Holy hell, Tony. I always fucking knew that you and Conrad were some smart motherfuckers. But, like, fucking low-key big hogs and glass-bottom bow riders, man. That's brilliant. I, you know what I need to do? I need to get myself a Patreon website. Because everyone wants to hear more from Leon. And I'm just saying, Tony, that if... If you and Conrad can fucking do something like that and offer bonus podcasts and behind the scenes videos, live with guitars, I can just fucking set up a, a record and just go. You know, I can just fucking go. And speaking of websites, Tony, you know who got the fucking awesome website? That's Lois. Man, your wife, she is smart, she is beautiful, she is sassy, she don't take no shit from nobody, and she got her own fucking website too. Lois knows what's up. You know what? I'm gonna get my t-shirts from, from LoisRules.com because Lois knows what's fucking up, Tony. She knows what's fucking up, but she can fuck you and I both up, Tony. Not even fucking thinking about it. Just boom, we, you, and me, both fucked up from Lois. That's some fucked up shit if you ask me. And hey, Tony, you know, I was thinking about something the other day, too, about StarCast 3. I was thinking, hey, you know what you all should do? You should go back to the first one. That's right. Revisit StarCast 1. Go back to Chicago, back on Labor Day weekend, fucking August 29th through the September 1st. That's when you should go back to Chicago and redo StarCast 1, but this time called StarCast 3. Because everybody is all about nostalgia these days, Tony. And fucking, that's what you should do for StarCast 3. So go on for more information. Go to StarCast.com and learn how your ass can get to fucking Chicago again. This time, it's for StarCast 3. That's what everyone needs to be fucking doing. Alright, I need to get paid or get a sandwich or some bullshit like that. Fucking Leon's out. Thank you.